This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Boundaries aren't just a trend or a buzzword. They're important for a healthy life. Visit betterhelp.com allies and see what setting boundaries means for your life. Welcome to the Easy Allies Podcast. I'm your moderator, Daniel Bloodworth, and this week I'm joined by Brad Ellis. Put it up. Ben Moore. My name's Jeb. <laughs> and in the control room, Isla Hink. <laughs> uh, distinguished guests, we are here to discuss some of the biggest headlines in video games this week, as well as some other things happening. Uh, but before we do that, we must answer for the mistakes we made in the last episode Isla, begin our brand new corrections music, Whoa, please. Boop. <laughs> uh, yeah, when we when when me and Don had to take over, like we just like grabbed the first track that sounded remotely like what Jones was using. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this this weekend, I listened to a few things till I found something I liked. I was hoping it was like rap metal, but that's all right. <laughs> it is. You never know. Um, but uh, yeah, for uh, for some reason. Uh, when listing the platforms represented on the new PlayStation Plus last week, I referred to the PlayStation Portable as the PlayStation P, which isn't technically <laughs> incorrect, but it's yeah. really weird. I don't know why I, I said think that. that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's what the, yeah, it's an abbreviation. It's, yeah. The PSX. Uh, when Damiani brought up Snowboard Kids, uh, Brad corrected that that's an N64 game. However, Brad. Port? There was Snowboard Kids Plus released for PlayStation One in Japan. Snowboard in Japan. Snowboard. Snowboard, okay. <laughs> Snowboard course. But you need that four players, though, baby. Uh, we brought up the popularity of Halo Infinite and mentioned it had 20 million, even with Game Pass. Uh, but that stat is 20 million players, not sales figures, which uh-huh. does yes. include Game Pass yes. as well as the free-to-play multiplayer. Very yeah, tricksy, Phil. <laughs> Uh, Isla, you noted uh, that Bungie's YouTube channel has 676,000 subscribers, particularly noting that YouTube doesn't care if you have less than a million. However, <laughs> the Destiny 2 channel specifically has 1.05 million oh, subs. Oh, okay. Uh, and in the future, if you have a correction, uh, leave it in the comments for either the public YouTube video or the patron exclusive YouTube video. Uh, start with the word correction and put a little timestamp in there uh, so I know what you're talking about. Good week for corrections. Pretty light. Mm-hmm. Pretty light. Good job. And one of them was just based on my snark at YouTube for <laughs> when we pitched. There should season. be a corrections and then there should be an Isla snark yeah. <laughs> section of the podcast. We'd be here all night. In a game version that didn't even come out here. Yeah. <laughs> they were reaching. Yeah. And corrections music. Boop. All right, best way to start a podcast, of course, with game announcements. We got multiple. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start off uh, with uh, Tomb Raider. Oh, that was not the one I was hoping you were going to start. <laughs> That's right. We, gotta, we got both. We got gotta both. Go we got up. Both. Dang. Uh, but a new Tomb Raider is coming using Unreal Engine Five. Uh, this was announced kind of like a little quietly. So Unreal Unreal Engine Five this week they had a big keynote presentation. They released it, like, officially, officially. Uh, along with that, they gave a bunch of demos. They talked about this thing called uh, 
Lyra, which is like it was basically like a pre-built like uh, like first-person shooter, but then like developers sorry. can go in and like He's add all materials? kinds of things. Can you say that name one more time? Lyra. Lyra. Okay. Yeah. And so, like, they were showing, like, how they use it with the editor so that, like, they could build, like, a little wall of cover, like, essentially while the game was running and then just hop in and and play it. There's something beautifully on the nose about Unreal showing how to use their engine by making cover walls. Like, that's so (laughs) perfectly on brand. Uh, They put stairs in there, too. All right. Uh, Showed a lot of other things, but right there towards the end, uh, they had uh, some partners pop in there. CD Projekt Red popped in there. Which yeah. they recently announced that they're going to make the next next Witcher game on that. Coalition popped in there with a the demo, mm-hmm. uh, and Crystal Dynamics mm-hmm. popped in and said, "We're making the next Tomb Raider game Pre-early. on Unreal on Unreal Engine Five. Yeah, this one will have dual pistols. <laughs> Maybe actually, Maybe. that's something I want to get to. The prophecy. Did the first game have it at a part. I can't remember. I don't the think so. I don't. Think I don't so. think. Okay. Don says at the very very end. Oh. I was going to say. I think no. It like- well, there was one. I think it was the last one. It was supposed to be in the ending, but they cut it. Huh. <laughs> I thought the first one. But maybe, first maybe, maybe, maybe there was at the that end. That game was, that was a long time ago. Was, yeah. 14? How many years ago was it? No. Long time ago. Long time ago. Long time ago. Nine years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nine years ago. There we go. Uh, another little, little tidbit that popped up this week is uh, director of Days Gone, Jeff Ross, yep. announced that he's working at Crystal Dynamics. Hasn't said what project he's working on. Uh, but the could I could be this Tomb Raider. It's so funny because this is one of those situations where I think technically Days Gone is a worse game than those Tomb Raider games, but I much prefer Days Gone to <laughs> Dude, the Days Gone game. is fun. It is. Yeah. It's got some. It's, it's got fun. some charm. Yeah, it sure does. Sure. He also I worked feel like on the Tomb Raider uh, games are lacking a little bit. He also worked on Siphon yeah, Filter he's been and at, Resistance been Retribution for a long Yo, time. Yo, Siphon Filter, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so now Crystal Dynamics is working on Tomb Raider, Perfect Dark, and you know doing life support on uh, the uh, Avengers. Kinda, but not really. <laughs> not really. It's not a lot happening there. Yeah. Spread maybe kind of thin. I don't know. I don't know how big the maybe. studio is. I mean, I, I Three think they're big enough studio, but oh. it depends on how much like they're being leaned on by yeah. the initiative, right? Because the I initiative mean, is the not initiative, big. it sounds like they lost a ton of people. Yeah. So. I, just, I just feel really bad for Crystal Dynamics because, you know, with Tomb Raider, right, they, Square Enix had unreal ex- expectations, yeah. and then for Avengers, that whole thing was a mess. And so I, I'm hoping that they can have something come out and just have it work out for yeah, everyone. But then they'll be like, it performed yeah. Below our expectations, yeah. which were 10 million copies in the first two months. <laughs> Made us realize we should just make Final Fantasy yeah. games. Thank you very much. <laughs> you're making a Final Fantasy Yeah, you're making Paradise <laughs> 2. They're making it now. But yeah, so let's talk about that, like where Tomb Raider is at right now. Because yeah. it's been on a bit of a it's break. A yeah. They did this trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Towards the end of the trilogy, it got real weird in marketing because like, even on the third game, they're like, this is, you know, the story of Lara becoming the Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what was the last two games? Yeah, yeah she's been Tomb Raiding <laughs> for a while. Yeah. And I don't recall, like, a moment of her where I'm like, ah, oh, you are now the Tomb Raider kind right. of thing. Yeah, it, it never felt like yeah, that moment really happened. Nonsense. Um, I've talked about this quite a bit, but a couple of years ago I played through the original Tomb Raider on PS1. And, like... What a fascinating and and still to this day like kind of singular game that that is where like it makes 
adventuring and like going to these locations actually exciting because you're really doing death defying stunts that are hard to pull off right you actually have to have like great dexterity tight precision and it's hard and it's frustrating but when you do it you actually sort of feel that sense of adventure um and man the the, the new Terminator games like I, I think there's so much to like about them but they're just so much more automated and like clearly can inspired by contemporary things that I I would love the sort of like no map oh my god I'm in a room and there's a giant dinosaur feeling <laughs> of, of old school Tomb Raider yeah like instead of maybe looking at the rest of the industry as intensely as they clearly did. Uh, for mm. the Tomb Raider reboots, I think it would be better to maybe look inward a little bit more. Uh, as, as long as it doesn't control like the original Tomb Raider. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Uh, what if they just like? There's plenty Mega to criticize. Man it yeah. Just, like, a <laughs> <version>. <laughs> just super pixel yeah. blockheaded Lara. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I, I definitely think right. Like there would need to be some concessions for sure, and I wouldn't want it to be exactly that. But I think if it's just like more of the same mm-hmm. it, with with the way that they've been going. I think that's fine, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't thrill me, right? Like, I wouldn't be jumping up and down. Right. Yeah, it's it's strange because in a lot of ways, like, a, you know, I you know I came into the series with this reboot, really. Um, I hadn't played the ones before, um, and I felt like, you know, the first one in the trilogy was really high. There's a lot of excitement. It looked spectacular. You know, totally new approach mm-hmm. to level design that felt kind of, you know, Metroidvania-inspired like before that had really even sure. caught on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I feel like the second game, it it got kind of lost in terms of the Xbox exclusivity and to where, like, the hype was kind of all over the place and having to come was out a, a year later. Yeah, I, I feel like it's been largely forgotten about now, but that was a pretty big controversy at the time. Yeah, and gameplay-wise, I liked it better but then the story was just like what is this is all just nonsense to me (laughs) and then did you play shadow and then shadow yeah shadow was like this game that like it felt like it was like ticking all the right boxes but i was just not interested Mm, and and i i I felt like i had to like push myself through that game dude yeah two was the one i was like Really, I was like actually upset playing that game and going through that game. Three, three is honestly my favorite. There's so many the times in two yep. when Man, it just like I think, kill I think, the guy. I think Rise kill, is the guy. The bad guy is right there. Kill him. <laughs> like it's one of those kind of moments narratively. Ironically, I think Rise is my favorite of the three. Despite me getting to like the end of that game and like because I was playing it with my wife and we just dropped it for one reason or another. But I think it's my favorite of all three of them. Shadow is the one like. Shadow's probably my least favorite. That one is the yeah. one that felt most manufactured to me, uh, despite like looking really great. Uh, the gameplay in particular and the story just did not Story's resonate. Bad. I yeah. liked all like the side tombs and stuff like that. Sure, going through those. Sure, yeah, they did have some good side tombs. I think that's probably the best part of that yep. game. Uh, Man, I remember the final boss of that game just being like, "What? Come on, what is going on?" <laughs> pretty bad. There's some goofy fights in that series. <clears throat> Yeah, I think it, what's weird too is like it, some of the things that they were talking about, like having like the adjustable difficulties towards. Yeah. Like, it's like oh, you can like make the white lines on the walls go away, <laughs> right, or yeah. you know, you can have combat and puzzles be at different difficulty settings. Like that was all cool stuff. It just yeah. didn't pan out in a way that the, felt like it mattered. I feel like something that's been almost completely forgotten from classic Tomb Raider is it's 
kind of secretly a survival horror game where mm. you the like you're limited like if you're playing the console version you're limited on saves so there's that but it's also like you're limited on ammunition right so you got to hunt for that but then health packs as well right you have small and large health packs and you have to scavenge the world and get those and it's funny because in the the Tomb Raider reboots you know you're constantly picking up like branches and things like that to make arrows but I never felt that survival, like the survival aspect felt mostly cosmetic to me or mostly like collectathony to me rather right. than like, oh man, like how am I going to use this re- this precious resource in the right moment? Um, and so more of that sensation I think would be cool. Yeah, th- that's one of the things I've been thinking too because I feel like all of that, you know, survival and scavenging and like some a lot of it doesn't really make sense, right? Like you just get like scrap metal and like somehow make your gun better. Yeah. Um, and I feel like those are the elements that sort of speak to the like, okay, she's learning to be Lara Croft or whatever, right? She's just putting things together and, and, and working out. So, like, would a more experienced Lara Croft even have those elements? Like, would it make sense narratively? Like, or should she just have her things together? Mm-hmm. You know, like, rather than just like, piecing a bunch of stuff to, together out of scrap wood and scrap metal. It's like, no, she's got gear. She's equipped. She's got funding or whatever to do what she's going to do. I just wonder, like, what is that next step mm. for her if they've this whole time been talking, like, you're... she's becoming the Tomb Raider. This is all a prequel, and now we're there. I feel like you're you're actually, you made me think of something that I wasn't thinking about before, but you go back to, like, those classic Tomb Raider games, and they're very much, I feel like, kind of goofy, fun, like, let's go on an adventure, like, mm-hmm. you're kind of a badass, like, let's wink at the camera sort of a vibe. And I, I, I feel like the Tomb Raider reboots Run. are just so serious, like, oh, I'm dealing with so much personal and family right. baggage, and like, oh, no, this person did this to me, or, or, or whatever it is. And I, I, I think just as games have evolved... Right, like we've gotten so much more of that that I think it would actually be kind of refreshing to go back to the. Nah, we're just gonna go raid some tombs. It's gonna be fun. You know, you say that. I wonder if the reason they went with that Ben is because of Uncharted at the time. Oh yeah, which has a yes. much lighter tone. But now I think like <laughs> yeah. maybe they could go back to that yeah. Kind I, of tone. I I think that it would be because. I, there are just so many games doing that well, right? Like, this isn't a criticism of that game. Like, I think Uncharted is a good example. God of War is a good example. Horizon. Like, all of these games that, that have a, a pretty hefty amount of drama, I, I think more of a, like, Indiana Jones uh, kind of goofiness would be fun. Yeah. yeah. I remember the in two or three when you went to her family, like, mansion. That's right. Three, yeah. Three, yeah. That's like a weirdly cherished gaming memory for me because I remember thinking it was oh. just so cool that we got to see where Laura Croft lived. You know? Oh, that's you're talking about Tomb Raider two, where like that's the tu- that's the tutorial, the tutorial you have like her, the obstacle yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's in the reboot. Tomb Raider two. Oh, no, 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 like OG, OG, yeah, the yeah. OG yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah dude, yeah. legendary. Yeah, stuff. I loved yeah. it, and like there was a hedge maze and stuff. Oh, yeah. it was so fun, but it was so chill, like cozy, fun well, vibes, and like. The controls are so crazy, right? Yeah. That you you need to practice. Yeah. yeah. Like jumping right. from one box to yeah. the next was yeah. like a Herculean achievement. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the one thing that like I can definitely get away from is you know having her get impaled on wooden stakes over and over again. But yeah. Things like that. Dude, having a yeah. roommate playing this game 
and hearing it from the other, like I seriously thought he was watching porn. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Oh, you're playing Tomb Raider. Okay, cool. Like I get it. Like shut your door, dude. What's weird about those death scenes is it's not like that vibe is constant, right? Like it's not like you regularly get into these climactic fights and like you things get really gory it's kind of like just specifically reserved for when she's dying which makes it feel a little weird i don't know yeah yeah it's like you're going down a river or you fall off a cliff kind of death animations but not for really much anything else as far as i'm aware like when you get shot it's not like that or anything right and and doesn't the first game kind of have like a little bit of that like Far Cry 3 kind of disconnect to where like at first she's like really nervous about killing yeah. people and no, all of a sudden it is one yeah. scene yeah it's like because they they build it up there is a, there, it's just a before and an after where she's like really nervous about killing and then it's like okay you have an AK now like let's go <laughs> yeah it, it happens pretty quick but yeah who knows when we'll see anything out of this years I wonder how that feels for Crystal Dynamics right because yeah. they spent so long Working on Avengers, right? It was such a big game. It was such a big initiative. Like, are they returning to Tomb Raider because they want to? Like, I'm sure they always love Tomb Raider. I think they Raider. probably have been, been like, we want to get back to Tomb Raider, and now we, we got to put we, it on hold. Yeah. Oh, sure. I'm, okay. That's the way I would feel. Mm. Sure, okay. yeah, yeah. I'd love to. They'd be a great studio to have a chat with. Yeah. But the, the other kind of... Uh, Kind of quiet, but big announcement. Uh, Max Payne 1 and 2 remake coming from Remedy. So, <laughs> yes. This is this is a win. Absolutely. Uh, statement made uh, in an investor briefing, uh, which actually took down their investor website, so they had to repost Whoa. it on their main yeah. website. Because <laughs> everyone was linking to it. How'd they think they could just sneak this by? I, like, d- I don't what? know. <laughs> Uh, in partnership with Rockstar, of course, uh, mm-hmm. Remedy apparently approached Rockstar from the from the the Hauser quote. It's going to be on their in-house uh, Northlight engine, which uh, Control is on. Uh, it's going to be a single package that has both games in it. Excellent. Uh, so there's not going to be like a, a wait or a downtime or anything. Dude, the physics. Mm-hmm. Mona Sachs will finally get the appreciation she deserves. Uh, it's going to be PC, PS5, uh, Xbox Series X and S, of course. Currently in the concept development stage. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, so it also is a ways out. Well, they got a lot of projects. Yeah. You want to talk about projects? Yeah. So they just finished Alan Wake Remastered and the Crossfire X, which was not good. Bombed. Yep. They have multiple control games in the work, including a single player sequel and a multiplayer thing that we don't know anything about with 505. Uh, they're doing Alan Wake 2 with Epic. And they're doing this game called Van. Well, it's just code name Vanguard that they're doing. And it's a mm-hmm. co-op game. Tencent has something to do with it. And now, uh, and now, now this, this Max Payne Remedy is like Nicolas Cage, where they like <laughs> they've got their like I'm paying the bills games, and then they've got their right. I care about this art house game game. It actually is like a platinum. little funny that they haven't gotten Nicolas Cage for a Remedy game yet. Because oh my god, that seems perfect. Mm. It does seem perfect. But put him in Max Payne one and two remake. It's not a lake. It's an ocean! <laughs> it's an ocean! 
Max Payne is not a series I have a lot of experience personally, but I, know I you played guys. one yeah. and yeah. I played three. Played Bullets two. and alcohol. I, blood. I feel like everybody forgets about Max Payne two, but I really like Max Payne two a lot. I didn't forget um, about it. I just didn't have a PC to nope. play. Nope. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just excited. Brad, remember, uh, cause, cause I Max played Payne Max Payne great. one on a PS two like a pleb, dude. It's all I could do. I did I play. I, played, I did play three. I don't know what I purely for the soundtrack. Um, yes, three. But three that's fun, not man. one of these games. So. I, Played Max Payne two on Xbox. I th- was Max Payne one also on Xbox. I, think I don't. It was. Okay. I think it was. I think I'm I either played it on Xbox or PS two or both. I don't know. But uh, Ma- the Max Payne games are are great, and I, I feel like unfortunately yes, with was. time, uh, they've gotten a little less attention than mm-hmm. they used to. But in terms of you want to talk about style, right? Like those games just purposefully oozing it in such a beautiful way. Like they're just kind of sleazy, goofy fun. They're not very long games, and so they're pretty breezy to get through. Uh, it's such an exciting announcement. My only thing is, is I, I actually don't envy anybody trying to remake this game because I feel like the way Max Payne looks and like the graphic novel presentation and just kind of everything is is so purposeful that like I wouldn't want that to be too clean. You know how you have that with yeah. remakes sometimes mm-hmm. where you're like, you made it look better, but it's lost all of the, the charm. I don't want that to happen. I have a lot of trust in Remedy. I'm sure they understand that as well. Yep. But just, you know, a potential concern. Uh, Sam Lake better be Max Payne again. He, <laughs> he, there's, there's only one way right. to do it, yeah. right? It has yeah. to be him. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. But that's something I'm really curious about, though, too, because... You know, Remedy has done a lot of sort of live action stuff mixed in mm-hmm. with their games. Yeah. Oh, they yeah, sure yeah. have. And so, like, does that continue? They're going to FMV it. They should, as a joke, get Mark Wahlberg in there. I was thinking that. <laughs> I he seems really weird. I've seen it. It's. It's oh, because weird. he made a movie, yeah. Yeah, with Mark Wahlberg, oh and there's God. like, yeah, yeah. Mark Wahlberg, literally, is like, an, I, I re- vaguely remember like an angel or a demon, like literally being in the movie. Yeah, I think I remember that weird. from the trailers. Yeah, yeah, there's some like angel wings or something. Yeah, yeah. No, this is great news. Mm-hmm. I, I really hope um, anyone listening to this podcast who has not given Max Payne a chance uh, that you do, because I, I really think. Yeah. There's a good chance you'll like it. When they, when it's uh, when you said they're in the concept development stage, I just pictured like the entire company of Remedy like going on like a three month like drinking binge, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like being really depressed on like an island or something. Yep, uh, play them right now because this game's like three years away. Yeah, yeah, that is that is a good point. I, I do wonder because you know. They are like they're not saying they're rebooting the franchise, right? They're Remaking. they're making these two games. Yeah. So on some level, they're going to try to hit the same beats and the same levels. But like, I'm curious how, diff- how different will it be? Like a Resident Evil remake kind of thing, to where it's like it's vaguely the same locations, but you know yeah, you don't really maybe. recognize it from a level design Man, standpoint. I know a lot of people like the game a lot, but in my opinion, Max Payne 3 was completely misguided and took the series in a super... It was definitely a different direction. <laughs> yeah, not not a direction that I Shooting was fun, though. I liked the shooting. Yeah, it was just... It just, like... I guess you could argue that Max Payne 1 and 2 are cynical, but not, not really. They're just so... They're games that are so in love with their inspiration, right? Like this kind of, like pulpy, noir, like, over-the-top narrative. Yeah. And then Max Payne 3 was just, like, un- 
unbearably like cynical and pessimistic and there was yeah. just like I don't know it, it, it to me it lost all of the fun that the, the other two games had you're not wrong how do you feel about bullet time now like and how all of that worked is that gonna have to be like an entirely reinvented thing? no no like dude the bullet time on the on the control engine is gonna be sick mm. shit's gonna be flying everywhere Again, I think why it will be fun in Max Payne, because, like, people always talk about bullet time, right? But it's not the fact that you just, that time slows down. It's the fact that you as Max Payne in every combat situation dive forward in the air. You're completely flat in the air and shooting. Like, it's just, it's not at all what you would do in the situation, but it's so crazy and over the top Mm -hmm. that it's They better not change that. Like, I really want you to just dive forward every single time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a blast. It's so good. It's a blast. Nice. Uh, anything else that it, it com- comes to mind? Max Payne wishes. Um, I would be curious because because I I just I feel like what is something that's special about Remedy is I feel like they really care about their games. Yeah, I feel like they get really 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 attached to the things that they work on. So that has to be true of Max Payne, right? I would not be that surprised if whatever next chapter there is for Max Payne. You get a little, you get a little tease. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah but that's the that's the unannounced part. That yeah, there yeah. will be a, a the, new Max Payne three essentially. They, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who knows what they're gonna do with it? But I mean, I could definitely see them doing like a uh, Final Fantasy seven remake sort of a thing where they like reimagine parts of it in interesting ways too. Like that could be interesting. Yeah. Well, I think in a lot of ways <laughs> so, that they probably would need to. It's deep. Yeah. It to, goes to build out some things. So much deeper. It goes full Final Fantasy VII remake, where it it happens but doesn't like it's it <laughs> so happens like in a different <laughs> yeah, timeline yeah. era thing. Hey, multiverses are hot right you now. You fight the internet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, blood. I really hope they just take their time with this game and give it the respect it deserves, yeah. especially with how many projects they're doing. Yeah. Like I'm concerned, and like Max Payne deserves all the respect and time in the world. Yeah, I do think That's with yeah. Rockstar backing them though that that they'll probably have that. Rockstar does not. I don't think anything's a certainty. Does not really rush things. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they did the GTA Remaster trilogy. Oh, was a well, disaster. Yeah, but uh, I don't know if that was rushed or that they just sort of didn't care until well, they realized what. Either what way, they had, it was but, not yeah. good blood. Right. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. All right, moving on. We got the spring game preview. <laughs> First time since I've been in a hot seat that I had to like wrangle one of these things. Yeah, yeah looking through the list that you sent us, um, this is the first time I think in quite a while where not that there isn't exciting stuff coming out, which we will get into, but it just hasn't felt as crazy as it has in some time. Like right. this is legitimately like more of a lull period than we're used to getting, yeah, which April is kind of nice. Yeah. Quiet. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's super nice. Uh, so yeah, so we're gonna go through the next couple of months, month by month, and uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna have our hidden uh, picks uh, when they pop up for our underdogs and undercooked <laughs> predictions. Overcooked. Overcooked. No, undercooked. Uh, but yeah, we'll 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 get to them. Uh, I think I think we got some fun things coming up though. Uh, and then for ones that we don't have a lot to say about, like we might have a brief mention and move on or or or, or whatever. 
for one, just the ones that already came out this April, uh, Lego Star Wars, which uh, you talked about on, on Frame Trap. Talked about on Frame Trap, we had half of a group stream on. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. so, yeah. Brad's brain? Yeah. D- it was the energy in the room. Yeah, yeah we were so energy. Yeah, the split screen. Was, wasn't so much yeah, the game too. as much as many factors building up. Shout out to that AJ Locasio, though. Yeah, Han incredible. Han Solo. That, Lego Star Wars is so weird to me because I, I was looking forward to the game before it came out. And it does so many things right. Like, there's so many characters. There's so many little secrets to find. Uh, it's absolutely gorgeous. But I'm glad Brad kind of echoed my feelings during the group stream. I, I got to a point where I just, like, I feel like I'm just... I have like an out of body experience mm-hmm. with this game, or it's just sort of playing itself. Like yeah, I feel like I'm doing almost game nothing. I've played in a while, uh, and that was that was really disappointing. Yeah, I think that maybe when you get into free play, that might maybe be a little better. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but it definitely felt that way. Like we just oh, we're through that movie now. All of a yeah. sudden, yeah, yeah, it, it was just boom, boom, boom. Uh, and then uh, also uh, on the fifth, uh, MLB The Show 22 came out. Cool. Uh, also on uh, Switch, this Switch year yeah. and Game Pass. Yeah, Game Pass. Was it the Nintendo Direct that they showed that trailer? It was like, woof. <laughs> <laughs> Frame yeah. rate. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Isla's running to the other it room. It has cross save though, so you could. Oh play yeah, that's true. Console, then that's take a, it that's on the, the go. Best thing, if you really to, like, need play to play on Xbox and then go take it on the Switch. It's a, so crazy, bro. I, <laughs> I just do not care about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if it was Monster Hunter. Yeah, imagine. imagine. Get it for baseball. Normies get all the good stuff. Uh, but on the 7th, which is the day we're recording this, Chinatown Detective Agency yeah. just came out. Isla, it's you cool. checked it out? Yeah, Don and I, spoiler alert, we played it for Easy Update. Uh, Don and I were just checking it out, and it's really pretty cool. Uh, it's inspired by classic Carmen Diego. You're a detective... You're based in Singapore, but you fly around the world for cases. The cool thing is um, you have to kind of look into the real world for Yeah, they mentioned that, and I didn't know what they meant. It means, like, they'll give you a quote from a book, and then the game nowhere in the game is there a way to find out what that quote is from. You just Google the quote, and then you're like, oh, that's from this old Greek text or whatever and then like then in game you're like okay we gotta go here although I guess now that I think about it the only ch- the only option after doing that was oh no cause we had to type in the name of the author to get the floor to unlock yeah so yeah yeah you just have to google stuff but then we were worried that if you are not careful you'll just literally be googling stuff from the game like a game facts right. which happened to Don <laughs> He just kept reading, and he's like, you'll find Philip in the apartment here. And it was like, whoa, 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 stop. But, yeah, it's fun. It's cool. Um, we we did the first little case. It remains to be seen. There were a few little things that jumped out that were like, hmm, where they would say, like, oh, his little heist, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, we didn't – did we know he was on a heist? Like, did we know mm. that? Like, there are just a few little missing threads. But, like, in general, the idea seems really cool. Yeah. Uh, it seems like it has some some good voice acting from the narration on the trailers. Yeah, uh, it does that thing where it's like when characters are talking to each other, it's voiced. But if it's like she's thinking, it's not voiced. Got so it. Um, save some money. She was also in the trailer. She was kind of suspicious of her own clients. At oh, times. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So very that. clearly, like the first client 
were like, mm, I don't trust this guy. <laughs> so yeah, who knows? I feel like if this were back in like, um, you know, before we were downloading everything, I feel like if we bought this with a, a disc and a big PC box, it would it would have come with some kind of book. Oh yeah, you know, there there would, would have, have been, looked up those answers in a book, and there would have been a hotline and archaic, like hidden <laughs> codes and stuff. PC game boxes were the best, the best. Yeah, it's fun, but uh, yeah, it's like Carmen San Diego or Blade Runner or any of those, and like time is actually a factor. So if you like dick mm. around too long, you can like screw up a case and stuff. Seems neat. Nice. Uh, another one out uh, today, uh, Chrono Cross Radical Dreamers Edition. I bought it. Yeah. I just booted up real quick to see how it looked. It looked all right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's been some, that's been one of the biggest comments that I've seen go around is like, mm. oh, the, the the remaster effort is, mm-hmm. is not great. But it yeah. also, the era of games where like all of Square's source files just got dumped. Yes. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just crazy. Yeah. yeah. Same thing yeah. happened to Kingdom Hearts, I believe. Oh, Kingdom Hearts is so. still in that first period. One. Wow. Because I know, like, Final Fantasy VIII, that was the, the big deal. That, like, yeah. when they actually announced well, it. Well, yeah. the, the, it, it's kind of similar. The Kingdom Hearts source files got eaten by the darkness. So it's a little <laughs> different from <laughs> yeah. the other yeah. versions yeah, yeah, yeah. that they, they worked on. But, yeah. yeah. Ben, you, you, you're wanting to dig into this. For I sure. do. I do want to dig into it. Um, this is a game that. I believe I rented from Blockbuster back in the day, um, and I remember being blown away by a lot of things. Like, visually, it was just so Mm -hmm. impressive. Um, The story was, like, weird and intriguing. The combat system was confusing, and so I would love to uh, go all the way through it as an adult and really, like, try to sit down and and understand it. And um, I think the fact that it includes Radical Dreamers as well is also extra enticing. That's, yeah, the reason I bought it. Yeah, I yeah like, so I, yeah, I'm very curious. I, re- I, I really, really, really want to dig into it. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, one of the things that, yeah, for me, I obviously was a big Chrono Trigger fan, um, and then I got the sound. I think I got is one of the first games where I got the soundtrack from Japan before I actually got mm-hmm. the game. Because I didn't have a PlayStation yet, and then yeah, once I got like a hand-me-down PlayStation from somebody, then it's like, yeah, it was Final Fantasy VII, and then it was Chrono yeah. Cross. Like boom, boom. those are the main games that I really got to play on a, an original PS One. I feel like there are a couple of RPG like opening cinematics that I really hold in a special tier, and I feel like the Chrono Cross opening cinematic is just yeah. incredible. Yeah, Final Fantasy VIII also incredible. Yeah. Yeah, because number one, like that theme song is just killer. Yeah, and and yeah, they did an excellent job with with mm-hmm. cutting that that intro. It's, you know, it's got scenes from throughout the game and all those pre rendered scenes. I but mean, just the way that they made it work. It it's kind of crazy because like really, particularly in the PS one generation, but also in the PS two generation, like when it came to production values, Square Enix was in another universe. Like no one oh, could even CG touch stuff. Yeah, yeah no yeah. one could even touch. Yeah, they're yeah insane. Yeah, I, I remember it's, you know, like nowadays, like you would skip skip things like that. And mm-hmm. Chrono Cross was like almost every time I, you know, boot up that PlayStation 1, I would I would watch it again. Yep, it's good, <laughs> yeah. Um, ben, you were interested in Forgive Me, Father. Uh, oh, which, Forgive Me, Father. Sorry, yeah. I thought you were going to say something else. Um, yeah, I am interested in Forgive Me, Father. So... Blood, this was such a fun exercise to do because you had a number of games that I'd either forgotten about or I hadn't heard of. 
Um, and I was like, what is forgive me, Father? And I looked it up and I was like, I feel like this is made just for me. Um, and so this is actually my underdog nice. because um, I watched the trailer and I had such a, a, a visceral I need to play this um, reaction to it. I haven't played it, so I cannot qu- comment on its quality. But what it is, is it's a Doom clone directly inspired by the works of H.P. Lovecraft Mm -hmm. and the art, it almost has like this darkest dungeon kind of art um, and just the, the wonderful like Lovecraftian monsters, like the, the crazy chaos of battle. Like I, I love doom clones um, and just the artistic style of this on top of, of gameplay that I will probably very much enjoy really stuck yeah, out to me. Yeah, it's a boomer shooter, right? Boomer shooter, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really captures yeah. that old school yeah. style. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's when we're talking about Doom, we're talking about like the original Doom, yeah. where it's like you yeah. have a 3D environment, but the characters are essentially like flat 2D. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I, sprite's not the right word. No. Because they're very high, high end, yeah. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. So when you think about the wonderful Doom sprites, right, they're, they're, they're very like pixelated like particularly um like the zombie marines right i think about that mm-hmm. but this is like very clean very like high like res. a paper mario thing yeah, but like yeah. from a like more like <laughs> grungy comic book yeah <laughs> but what's what's interesting about the way they do it though is like they're also you know because they're such high quality art that you know they they keep just very limited frames of animation so like when they attack or when you hit them or even like when they explode into blood and stuff like that you know, it's it's you know, very choppy in that sense that like there might be like four frames there. Yeah, uh, but it does still like come across as as looking very cool. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and again, very intentional. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So is that is that out today? That is out today. I need to buy that. Um, and Ooh. then uh, there's two uh, different uh, playable characters. There's a priest and a journalist with different skill trees. Uh, and I saw like there's just some weird things that go along in with the weapons. Like one guy had like like a big old sword that he was chopping things with. Great. Another guy had a cigar at some point, and I'm like, what are I you want with the cigar? That's the one that I want. I want a cigar, man. Um, and then the the last one for today is the House of the Dead remake, which you right. did. All right. So this is what I think we're gonna quick. bring up. Yeah. Yeah. So this I bought this yesterday. It came out. I checked at midnight and it still wasn't available, but I, I booted it up today, played through all of it, um, and I, I I feel so conflicted because I had a blast. Like I was, it was just like a giddy giddy time playing through this house that everyone. You use like Joy-Cons with pointing. Okay, so this is you're touching on something very important because okay. uh, I I don't. Even when given the option, I don't tend to use gyro controls. I tend to prefer stick controls. I. I straight up think stick controls are unplayable with this. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Like, they've got to be. You, yeah. yeah. Like, so this is one of those games, right, where, you know, classic arcade on-rails shooter, mm-hmm. you, you have moments where you're meant to get hit or you just need to react so fast that, like, you just straight up do not have time to drag a cursor over to someplace. Yeah. Um, so I switched to gyro controls. Uh, turned up the sensitivity a bit, and they worked really, really well. Um, so I was happy to see that. Is that Jaro with the Pro? Jaro with the Pro is how okay, I was doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I almost exclusively play my Switch with the Pro controller. Uh, sometimes I'll play in handheld mode, but most of the time I'm on TV with the Pro controller. Um, and when I saw the trailer, I was kind of worried about it visually, uh, particularly with some of the UI stuff, but it actually kind of all comes together pretty well. Um, I was... I, 
It, it was like, do you want to play in performance mode? And I always choose performance mode in games. However, this might be the one exception where I would go with not using performance mode. Hmm. Um, I feel like you get a little bit more... I just messed around with like the very beginning of the first stage in... Um, not performance mode, but I felt like there was a lot more color, and the frame rate's bad in performance mode anyway. <laughs> okay. So I'm not I'm not sure if you're really like getting anything out of that. Um, thirty two versus thirty. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, but no, all of it comes together, and the 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 new graphics, I think, work pretty well. I, I, th- I think they capture uh, again, kind of like the 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 goof. I'm saying this a lot, but I feel like. This applies to the games we're talking about, kind of the the goofy schlockiness of House of the Dead uh, in a very cool way. And uh, so big disappointments, though, is I I feel like they should have had the original graphics in there. Right. Uh, it, I, I feel like I didn't even realize they didn't. No, the, there are, there's the Wii no game, optional. I remember just it was basically a port. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's no option for the original graphics, which is a huge bummer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would have been cool, even like possibly being able to switch them to fly, like other games have done. Um, and also, I there's just not enough to it. Like obviously, you know that you're going to get through this game quickly. Of course, there are other routes to go down and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. There's a horde mode, which, as far as I can tell. Um, again, going through the first stage in horde mode, it feels like they just, it's kind of fun, but they just jump, dump way too many enemies on the screen. Um, but I feel like for the amount that they're charging, I feel like this should have been house of the dead one and two. Um, I, I, I think it feels too thin with just house of the dead one. And I think with house of the dead one and two, I think this could have been a really nice package. How much was it? 20, right? 20. Oh, okay. I believe it's 20, yeah. I thought you were going to say, like, 30. No, 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 no. But, he, like, that's the thing is, like, I feel like right now $20 is a little bit too, too much of what they're offering. Maybe 15 Yeah, I realize that there's a lot of House of the Dead nostalgia out there, which mm-hmm. I can totally understand. Um, and it's cool to see the series back in any capacity. But, I mean, again, the other thing that I didn't talk about, it looks... I, while I like the graphical style, technically, it's just kind of a fuzzy mess. Like, it doesn't look good. It kind of feels similar to the problems that we talked about with Stranger of Paradise. Oh. But this is on a Switch, oh. right? Ooh. So, yeah, it's just... It gets the job done, I think, particularly if you are pulling from that House of the Dead nostalgia well. I don't. I think if you aren't, you're not going to feel nearly as warm and fuzzy about it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I really, like, going through it, um, I was like, they, they this should have been House of the Dead 1 and 2. Something that I do like, though, so there are some stakes, um, because what they do sometimes with console ports of, like, arcade games is they just give you infinite continues, and you're like... This actually completely ruins the game right. because it's supposed to be super hard and challenging and that's part of the fun. And so that's not a good way of going about it. House of the Dead, this remake, does not do that. So they give you 10 credits up front. And let me tell you, you can burn through through those super fast. Again, like there are just times where it's like, how could I avoid that? Like, come on. Like, there's just no way. Um, and so you you burn through those 10 credits very quickly, but it's not game over when you get to those 10 credits. You can then spend... 5,000 points, I believe is what it is, to get more 
continues. Um, and so that'll really hurt your score if you rely on that. And so if you are somebody that, that wants to replay it, uh, if you want to care about the grade at the end and all that stuff, um, it, it is, a, I think, a creative way of adding some stakes without making it too frustrating. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know when uh, when all those Wii like gun ports were coming out, like that was the, that was the thing. Like we suddenly all realized just like how how short these games are. You know, yeah. I, I think Ghost Squad was was one of the first ones, uh, and it was like and like twenty minutes. The game is over, and, and yeah. people were like, "Oh, but they added like all these unlockable costumes and weapons and things like that." And 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 I started looking into it, and it's like. I would have to play this game like 50 times yeah. to get half that stuff. It, it's funny that you say that, but it was something growing up that I never had any recognition of, right? Because it's like, well, I have a dollar that I can spend at the arcade, right? right? Yeah. And so it's like, okay, I can play for like 10 minutes and then it just gets brutally difficult. And you're like, that was awesome. And so you just like, my memories of are like going to the arcade repeatedly with limited money and basically just seeing like the same chunk over and over and over again. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, yeah. Metal and Slug we baby. loved it. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I, yeah, exactly. I loved it. Yeah, but uh, was it, them being too short was never a complaint that I had mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah, not in the arcades. Was, yeah, once once we got them at home, it's like oh yeah. <laughs> uh, next week on the twelfth. Back for Blood, Tunnels of Terror, uh, revealed today, first first big uh, expansion mm-hmm. for Back for Blood. Uh, they've got new maps, they've got this whole underground terror system, these like porcupine-style enemies, hmm. a couple of new characters, um, and uh, only one uh, player in your group needs to buy it. So if one of you has oh, the expansion, cool. everybody else can access that's really the content. Cool. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the trailer or I what, seen do you, what do you think? Do you think um, like I mean, an I think expansion is enough that can bring people back in for Back to Blood? I feel something like it's to cooled bring it back off. in. Like, yeah, I think it's cooled yeah. off, but I mean, it, more content, I guess, is a good mm-hmm. thing. You know, like I didn't finish the game, but I played through a lot of it and I had a pretty good time. I didn't have as good, I didn't, it wasn't as good as I wanted it to be, I guess, but I haven't played it in a while, but it was still like fun and like new. New runs to do with people, I guess, could be fun. Yeah. Man, I I think about my time with Left 4 Dead, right? And I, this must have been high school, college. And I felt like people always wanted to play Left 4 yeah. Dead. Right? Where, like, to the point where I don't ever really remember playing Left 4 Dead alone for any significant mm-hmm. period of time. Like, I just always felt like there were people that wanted to play it. And every time I think about playing Back for Blood, I want to. The desire is there. But now thinking about it, I realize, like... No one I know is playing this game, and that really hurts it Um, because Left 4 Dead was absolutely one of those games where, like, it it was just good times with your friends. It It was. was just goofing around, yelling at each other, somebody scaring the witch, just, like, classic memories, and I feel like... The vibe I'm getting for Back for Blood is I I would be like man no one wants to play this to the point where like I would feel bad asking my friends like yeah. hey do you want to boot up just, Back for Blood with me when I went through it I just didn't think the levels were as good mm. as where, where they should have been and also this game got hurt real bad by not having the versus campaign mm. where you know if like four people play the zombies and four play, people play survivors or whatever like people love that mode and didn't have it off the bat. Mm. So, I mean, there's it can always come back in a swing. Nothing could be dead forever. It can have a second chance, but I hope it's good. I wonder if... Because, like, people desperately wanted Left 4 Dead to come back, yeah. right? 
I wonder if it's just Back for Blood not moving the genre forward enough, you know? Yeah, and I think it had, like, the cards thing mm-hmm. that kind of yeah. annoyed a lot of people and stuff like that. I did really like the gun modding, though. I thought that was really Yeah, cool. me too. Like, a cool continuing thing. I yeah, I, I agree with you. And I, I enjoyed Back for Blood. This isn't coming from a place right. of, of me not liking yeah, the game. But... Um, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head where you mentioned it. I'm like, because I w- I'd forgotten about it. I was like, oh, yeah, the gun money thing was kind of cool. And it, that's how I feel like I would summarize Back for Blood right now. Where yeah, it's like, like it had a couple whole... of neat things. And that's what I mean by like maybe mm-hmm. not being the, the push forward right. that it needed to really right, catch yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. But hard to say when I haven't even seen the trailer for this. Figure yeah, really excited. I, I haven't either. Yeah. For sure. Um, on the twentieth, I don't know if it's fair to put this as my underdog, but Glover is <laughs> coming this, back. On oh, scene. this is my over. What yeah, is it? This is undercooked. Like, this or is undercooked. My, this yeah, is mine also. I, yeah. Oh, this is your. Is this your underdog or undercooked? undercooked sorry. This yeah, is this, my under. Okay, I was like, yeah. this is my undercooked. I get, I get my this, own thing. This things is mixed. my undercooked. <laughs> we all hate it. <laughs> Dude, I'm stoked as hell for this. Just just because we're gonna do. I'm trash babies recycled. I with think it. that trash baby is gonna be fun. It's gonna be hilarious. Because I have to be on it again. All four of us are on I it. Know. This is the crew for that. Yeah. 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 It's, it's so gear up on the twentieth, boys. It's so funny because it's like it's it's such an obvious pick, but it's oh yeah, like we're just circumventing. I mean, they already suggested it, the the patrons. So we're just right. redoing Can, it, recycling it. It's it is so bizarre to me, and like, uh, you know, no fault to anybody. Enjoy what you want to enjoy, but like, I feel like for a long time, every time Glover gr- got brought up, there would always be people in chat where they're like, "That game is pretty good. You're being unfair to it." It's like, how? It's <laughs> like, as a kid, right? You're desperate for games, right? Mm-hmm. They don't come as easy as when you're an adult. I felt like I loved almost every game that I encountered. I knew Glover sucked. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I just... I, I, like, even as a child, it was like, this is not a good yeah, video right. game. I think I looked back on it like, it was okay kind of thing. Because I remember renting it when I was a kid, but, like, replaying I was like, whoa. I think I got it as a gift. way yeah. worse. Well, that might, that can make it sting more. I Something I didn't... I don't think I thought about at the time. Because, like, I, my parents would... They knew I loved video games, but they would gift me, like, weird games. Like, I got, like... Wheel of Fortune on Genesis and like Where's Waldo and like Monopoly and like Glover on Genesis before and it's like as an adult you're like oh they just got me like the bargain bin games like yeah. these were clearly <laughs> on sale yeah. you know good enough yeah good Home, enough Home Alone yeah. good enough Home Alone Super Nintendo oh man <laughs> Home Alone uh, but yeah I, I the the one thing I think you know maybe in the in the sense of remaking it is like could feel. The controls could be better. better. Yeah, the, could be. And, and that was one of the things. Is like you would. <laughs> They're not good. You would move that game, and it would do the opposite of what you wanted yeah, it it to terrible. do. So many times. It was terrible. Well, they flip the controls when you're on when you're riding the ball in water. Remember that? It's right. Just inexplicably reversed. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> and I guess it's because Glover is walking backward. Oh man. Dude, there's a logic to it. But, I love Glover, oh dude. It's trash. <laughs> you don't love it. I love it because I make a show called Trash okay. Babies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go watch Trash Babies. Check out Trash Babies. Patreon.com. Uh, fun show. <laughs> love it. Uh, same day, an- another uh, old port that's a strange one. Star Wars The Force Unleashed. Yeah. The Wii version is coming to I'm Switch. I'm so yeah. curious about this. I'm going to play it, dude. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, 
played through Force Unleashed 1 and 2 a couple of years ago, um, was surprised at how enjoyable Force Unleashed 1 was, and then like doing research into it and being like, oh, the Wii version is a completely different game, and I've never played it. So Yeah, because the, you know, the, the HD mm-hmm. version of it, you know, was very uh, based on, like it was a showpiece for their engine, right? Mm, like, yep. The whole physics system yeah. that they wanted yeah. to show off and everything yeah. like that. <laughs> Entire game. Yeah. It's got a lot of motion controls. I'm gonna. I'm oh, curious yeah? if they'll still be in there for it. Oh gosh! Wow. Lots of motion controls. Yeah, because did they have actual like yeah. lightsaber fighting? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like one to one, obviously. Right. But. I, this isn't. This isn't even a comment on the quality of the game. It's really not. But like, over the years, they've been re-releasing Star Wars games at a steady clip, and like now we're at a point with like the Wii version of Force Unleashed where it's like. <laughs> You are clearly running out of games to release, <laughs> right? <laughs> Did they do Shadows of the Empire yet? No. No, they've not. What? Uh, not that I know But it of. is on Unless Shadows they... of the Empire is on Steam. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, cool, cool. The PC I didn't know that. out there. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I think it's on Origin as well. My expectations are extremely low with this game, so I'll probably have a good time, I guess. <laughs> and it's just funny to see Deacon St. John as Starkiller in this. And the fact that it's just not canon anymore is even funnier to me. It's Deacon St. John. Yes. It's the same boy, yeah. Hector, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yes. Oh, boy. Do that. You know, do you remember when oh he was boy. in uh, He was in Soul Calibur? Starkiller? He, oh, yes. okay, he was okay, okay. Yes, yes, Whatever yes. one with Vader and Yoda. I thought you were going to blow my mind That's that so Deacon St. John like, voiced, like, Raphael or something. I don't know. No, but he voiced Darth Maul in Clone Wars. Did oh, he? Yeah. interesting. Yeah. The He's fictional good, character from Days Gone voiced a character in this? Yeah, yep, yep. Wow. <laughs> cool. Boozer. <laughs> a week later, on the 27th, the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. Shit, yeah, baby. That's an Isla nominee over there. That's my what you call it. Underdog? Whatever one's Underdog good. is the good one, yeah. Yeah. It's such a good game. I love Stanley Parable. Same. And I don't want to tell you anything about it. Just play the new one when it comes out. Right. It'll be Yeah, mm. I, it, it's something after your... Uh, Wait, is this a new Stanley Parable? Or a re- yes re- and no. Uh, D- that tracks... <laughs> can, we can't answer that. That tracks... No comment. That tracks... <laughs> William, it's, it's, William it's, Pooh. It's a thing. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've been wanting... I've been wanting to play it since the Hall of Greats Have you never played it? I haven't played it. Oh blood! So it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun oh. time. Oh, look up nothing. Yeah, don't. <laughs> oh yeah. D- we've already we've already said too much, Bloodworth. <laughs> like for real, Stanley Parable is one of my favorite games ever. Oh man, oh man. Uh, and then that same day, uh, Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt is uh, leaving uh, early access. That's oh, the, it's the Battle Royale the game? Battle Royale one. Yeah, yeah, I played some of this. Yeah, oh, me okay. too, actually. I, <laughs> it was fine. I never need to play it again. <laughs> yeah. There's too many Battle Royales competing for your I, time. Yeah, it certainly does not rise above the pack. Yeah. By I think I did this yeah. for an easy update, and my goal became just to get a single kill. I was so bad at it. Oh man, maybe this is my undercooked. I don't know. I was I was thinking of it, and then I went with Glover at the last second. It's, yeah, yeah. It's just not a very interesting game. It's it's like one of those games where if you sit down, you're like, yeah, I guess it's kind of fun mm-hmm. moving around as a speedy vampire, mm-hmm. and it's like that's about as much enthusiasm as I can muster for it. Well, Nosgoth was that? Oh my oh, gosh, oh, that oh, was, was Nosgoth. Okay, that's what it was. 
Dude, I feel like they're just diluting the vampire. That was the last. Sure. Like, well, that's not the only vampire. Well, I know. Yeah, we got There's another, like we got six more coming, up, coming yeah. out before the one anybody actually cares about. That's probably just I don't know, dead forever. That one's definitely had issues. Yeah. Yeah. Bloodlines no, no. two, right? <laughs> Bloodlines Blood two. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that game's gonna be delayed for another ten years. Oh, forever. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but on the twenty eighth. Rogue Legacy 2 also coming out of our yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it, uh, playing, uh, loving, absolutely adoring Rogue Legacy 1 and then playing Rogue mm-hmm. Legacy 2 in early access and really loving that, this unfortunately falls into a category of game where it's like, I want to play you so bad, but my list is too big right now. Mm. Like, hopefully I can circle <laughs> I back know, around. I know Huber's extremely pumped for this. For sure, yeah. yeah. He, As he loved, loved the first You co-op yeah. this one, too? I don't know. I've, like, never really played it, so I don't know. I've never... Boy, maybe, but I've never played Rogue Legacy co-op. Okay. So. See, I, wasn't, I wasn't sure if it was one of those or not. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. Don't know. Rogue Legacy 1 is one of those games that devoured me. Like, I remember I was on a Four-player co-op trip and single-player. For uh, Easy Allies or something, and I, I like... The only thing I remember from that trip is playing Rogue Legacy <laughs> on my Vita. Like every spare second, I feel like that I had. I was yeah, it does feel like a good Vita game. Yeah, he, Ben, I remember that we were in like a hotel room for. It must have been GDC or PAX or something. We were in a hotel room together, and you had brought Horizon. I I. I feel and like it wasn't every time yeah, I play Horizon, GDC, I think about I yeah. the San Francisco and Hotel. It wasn't yeah. out yet. Yeah, we were in San Fran, and I remember just looking at you had a little TV, or you hooked it up to the TV, and I remember just being like, man, that grass does look pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we just said that to each other several <laughs> <Four> times. times. <laughs> just sitting in this this not great San Francisco Hotel playing Horizon. Yeah. Like, a pretty good looking in game. In the tenderloin. <laughs> yeah, we're this just like, that, pretty, that grass, though. This was pretty good. You see the grass moves? Yeah. <laughs> That was basically our entire conversation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Isla, tell me about Dorf Romantic. Okay, cool, yeah. It's like a cute little... Uh, it's kind of like a board game. Like, I'm trying to call it up so I can like... Refresh your memory. Refresh yeah. my memory. But like, yeah, it's, it's hex-based and you're like placing uh, chunks of land... But you have a stack of them, and if you make correct matches, you get more on the stack. It's really nice, and it looks beautiful. I think Don and I did an easy update on it or something. Yeah, I think so. They make a path. No, that's a different game. Uh, <laughs> but you can, like, rotate them, and, like, you want to have, like, you want to connect forests or deserts and stuff, and you have a little goal, um, and if you make the goal, you get more cards i guess they're like little uh hexagons or whatever one two three four five six six, whatever six hexagons yeah um and uh yeah it's like settlers of Catan, but you're making little towns and little fields and little forests and rivers and stuff and it's cool and as you build more the things get more and more populated and start to like animate more and things so if you build a river and then put a like a boat station on it like trade will start to happen and stuff. Oh, it's cool. like it's cute but it, that's all like just visual yeah um, i know it's, it's a been weird a weird one to explain yeah it's been a bit of a darling for quite a few years and so it's cool to see yeah they call it a peaceful building strategy and puzzle game Isla, mm. can you um 
ask Don if he's purchased a copy of Golden Axe Beast Rider yet. <laughs> Don, have you purchased a copy of Golden Axe Beast Rider yet? I forgot you can hear what they're saying. I didn't need to repeat that. No, he has not. What are you playing on your Switch right now? He's playing Vendetta right now on his Switch. Vendetta? I don't even know. None of us know what that is. Is that one of the arcade classics? Is it an arcade? Yes, it is. (laughs) 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 Oh. Uh, Yeah, was it Hamster or somebody that's doing those arcade classics? Like every week they've got like a new one? Yeah. No Uh, response from Don. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, Advance Wars got delayed, but we still get Kaiju Wars. Yeah. Yeah, um, This is one that I I had put down. because, one, I just think a game about kaiju destroying cities is great. But watching the trailer, I think it has a really awesome uh, kind of artistic style where the kaiju have a ton of personalities. The, like, designs of the little city tiles look cool. Um, I feel like with with turn-based strategy games like this, it's hard to have too much of an opinion until you actually get down yeah. and can can assess the level design. I and think there's a pretty lengthy demo out there too. If you yeah, want there to is a demo. Time, there yeah. is a demo. Yeah. Uh, but rather than play the demo, I'm probably going to play Elden yeah. Ring. Um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, no, this is definitely <laughs> one where I, I think it was during a state of play or something. It got some attention. There was something recently where it got some attention. I was like, oh, that was cool, and it was nice that you had it on your list. Because then I sit down, sat down and I watched the trailer, and it would definitely be something I'd be interested in checking out. Um, like, how they even balance the power of the kaiju, and it's like, how much of the city can they destroy before the mission is a failure? And, like, there's so many different ways that they could go. It should be cool. And then rounding up April, Nintendo Switch Sports... You, this is you had your initials on this. Yeah, you know, this is, this is a fun surprise. Um, I, I think... It's funny because, you know, you kind of have these waves of, of nostalgia that people have, mm-hmm. right? You know, like everyone was yeah. you know, going for Ga- Gaga for GameCube games and really wanting them on Switch. And, like, now I think it's, like, the Wii is old enough now to where, like, like people want Wii Sports. And, like, my brother, like, randomly this last Christmas, he was like, you know, can, I, can we get Wii Sports? And I'm like, I, I don't think you want to go through the hassle of trying to get yeah. a Wii right now. Like, that's yeah. going to be a problem. Yeah. And then, you know, shortly after, I just, Decided to send in my old Switch. Um, you know, they, they announced Nintendo Switch Sports. And I'm like, oh, perfect. There you go. Yeah. There it is. And, he, like, and he's he's playing some Mario Kart here and there, but like mainly he's just waiting for this game to come God. out. Nice. Uh, cool. Particularly excited for bowling. Bowling's oh, yeah. Been bowling was the best. The best. Bowling is the definitive Wii Sports game. Yeah. For sure. The best one. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Uh, I do think it's super weird that, that like golf isn't coming until the fall yeah they're like l- releasing them later on different things yeah like what it's not paid it's just what? coming later couldn't get also it out? we're gonna have an open beta that you can tell no one about crazy i feel like oh nintendo Who's ever helming the Wii Sports division of Nintendo? It's like it's got to be like ninety-year-old yeah. men. Like it's just the the music better be good in this game. Oh sure, oh, yeah. oh, music yeah. needs to be incredible. Yeah, it was so, so good. good original. Dude. Uh-huh. Well, there, there's a part of me that almost like makes me wonder. Like, could you have like found a way to wedge like the Wii name in there? Like, would that have even been better? Like. Wii Sports for Switch or something like that. You Wii know? Play Nintendo Switch Sports. What, what if you did like <laughs> Switch Sports parentheses small text, but actually Wii Sports. 
I know this. Because I feel like people are yeah. just going to call it Wii Sports. Yeah. Even yep. though it's called Switch. They absolutely Switch will. Yeah, they absolutely will. I mean, we're already doing it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I, it's, it's, and that's the thing though is like so many people bought a Wii for Wii Sports and then never bought anything else. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Except so I, maybe Wii Fit. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I'm very Crazy curious, thing. like, what the sales are going to look like. Probably extremely high because yeah. it's on the Switch, and that just seems to be the way things go. The only thing is, is um, I'm just not sure that outside of you know the gaming bubble, I, I I don't know that people are aware that this is a thing that's happening. Maybe not till it's actually out. It, it may, yeah, maybe yeah. one of those things where like Nintendo just yeah. like. Boom, here it is. It's yeah. like Ooh. on every baseball game. Does it have everything from the first game? I don't think it's this. I, like, I don't, they I don't did think resort. boxing is in there. They is did it? resort. I don't know. Is it like the sword fighting from resort? There is a sword fighting thing. It's got a different name for the specific so- sport that it is. Um, but mm. yeah, I don't remember the full lineup of everything. I'm looking. Tennis is in there, right? Gotta be. I'm looking. Yeah. Gotta have tennis. Tennis is the second. <laughs> tennis is a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's bowling, tennis, and then golf. Soccer, volleyball, bowling, tennis, badminton, and mm-hmm. chambara. chambara. Chambara is the sword fighting thing, yeah. Dude, I'm stoked on badminton, dude. I love badminton. Badminton's a weird word to say because if you look at how yeah. it's spelled, then you start saying it weird. Well, I've been saying badminton my entire damn life, and right. then I was like, there's an N in there? Exactly. What? It's like Pierce Brosnan. You're like, Nin, not Min? <laughs> Blew my mind. Uh, and now, a word from our sponsors. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point of our academic careers. I took German. For some reason, I should have taken Spanish, because I live in L.A. now, not Germany. But... I remember a decent amount of it, but yeah. Now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. I picked Norwegian, because my girlfriend is Norwegian, so I thought it would be useful (laughs) i don't know if we ever go to norway or something i could tell people i'm allergic to dairy which is very very useful (laughs) Babbel's 15 minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go other language learning apps use ai for their lesson plans but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective with Babbel. You can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. It's tricky, too. It really makes you get it right. They've got it nailed down. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash allies. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash allies for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. 
People don't always realize that physical symptoms like headaches, teeth grinding, and even digestive issues can be indicators of stress. Let's not forget about doom scrolling, sleeping too little, sleeping too much, undereating, and overeating. I was once dating a girl and I had constant stomach issues and I was not happy. And a friend of mine was like, I bet if you broke up, your stomach would feel better. (laughs) And then later, I didn't do it because of that, but later when I broke up, my stomach immediately felt better. Stress is very real and has very physical (laughs) um, impacts on the body. Stress shows up in all kinds of ways. And in a world that's telling you to do more, sleep less, and grind all the time, here's your reminder to take care of yourself. Do less and maybe try some therapy. I've been in and out of therapy since I was a kid. I love therapy. Currently in love with my therapist, but let's not go into that. Um, And it's so helpful. It has helped me through so many different things in my life. And I just wish, I think that everybody should be in therapy, should try therapy. Just know that like you don't always get the perfect therapist for you right off the bat. It's kind of like dating, right? You got to find the match that you really like, that you speak the same languages. I used better help actually when my dad was in hospice because I was outside of LA, so I couldn't talk to my therapist. And it's, it's really nice. It's really great. I really like it. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. Give it a try and see if online therapy can lower your stress, can help lower your stress. Easy Allies listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash allies. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash allies. Two L's in allies. Like all, and then I-E-S. <laughs> I was going to say like all lies, but that's not right. <laughs> like Al lies. Don't trust Al. Betterhelp.com slash Al lies. Go there, check it out. Save 10% on your first month of BetterHelp. No one likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you've got bills due. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit. That's up to two more days to save, pay bills, and generally just feel good about your money situation. But Chime is more than just about getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. So what are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes. It's very fast. That's true. Get started at Chime.com slash allies. That's Chime.com slash allies. C-H-I-M-E dot com slash allies. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depend on payer. Go to chime.com slash allies to get your free Chime account. And if you are a patron of Easy Allies, thank you. All right, on to May. Starting it off. It's May. May 5th. Uh, yeah, I think this is a great I think this is a great game for me. Uh, 
Rift Tracks, the game. Uh, if you uh, remember our streams of uh, What the Dub mm. from this past year. Yeah, I'm excited for this. Yeah, it's just the same people uh, who made that have teamed up with uh, the Rift Tracks crew, who were formerly of uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. And so uh, basically the way it, and it's like it's more fun than it even sounds. So it's kind of hard to sell it unless you just like, just go back and watch the What the Dub streams because essentially they have all of these like old weird movie clips, like movies that you've never remember or heard of. And they kind of have a line and then they have you fill in the blank. Um, and then Donald just pick a bunch of sound effects. <laughs> he does do that. Uh, but in addition to the sound effects this time, they also have, um, you can select lines from the Rift Tracks crew so that like they can throw in ah. a, a quote from them. So I think it's going to be fun. That I think doesn't seem fair. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> Uh, I know that they're going to have some some new audience voting type things and stuff like that. So it's just, yeah, it's one of those games where it's like looking forward to that stream more than anything else. Good stream. <laughs> Good stream. Good stream. <laughs> uh, on the 10th, uh, Salt and Sacrifice, which no one put yeah. the names down on, but I'm curious what, what the panel thinks. Mm. I like Salt and Sanctuary, and I like those devs. They're, they're chill. They're nice. As somebody who... Like so likes a lot. Uh, Salt and Sacrifice was one of the few I did not. I, I gave it a, a good sanctuary. sanctuary? Yeah. Salt and Sanctuary. Yes, sorry. Salt and Sanctuary was one of the few that I did not. I, I feel like I gave it an, an earnest try and just did not. I didn't like the art style. I didn't like the way that it felt. Um, not like trying to slam on the game, but it's just I can't. Just based on my experience with the first one, I'm not mm. super excited about yeah. this. Yeah, I was in the same boat as you, Ben. Interesting. Actually, okay. I didn't really enjoy this game when I played it. For many of the reasons you listed, I did see the trailer for this new this salt and sacrifice, and it looks a little better than the first one. I mean, I played the first one a while ago, so I'm willing to check it out, but I'm not like super hyped for it or anything. Yeah, yeah, I I, I definitely feel you on the art style. That was one of the things to me, mm-hmm. like watching the video of it. Like, I'm not I'm not really yeah. into the look of this game. I know it's like going for like more of a hand drawn illustrated vibe, but it just wasn't really quite doing it for me. I do think it's interesting though that they do have they do have like summons and PvP. There's like there. PvP yeah. stuff now and like yeah, summoning people and all that good stuff. Which you don't see a whole lot in like a two D side scrolling no. game, yeah. yeah. So two D souls. I liked the yeah, I didn't love the art style, but it didn't like I, I liked the art style in this more than in Blasphemous, which I know a lot of people like. I, right. I couldn't get into it. Damn, but you like the art style of this more than Blasphemous? I didn't like the art style of either, but I uh, really didn't like Blasphemous. Wow. But um, uh, once I found the weapon I liked in this, I enjoyed it more. It was more like the exploration looked cool or was fun in this. So who knows? Hopefully it's good. On the 13th. I, sorry, one oh, yeah. last thing to say. Uh I, I can't tell if this will help this game or hurt this game, but I feel like Elden Ring is just so massive and so long that, like, I wonder if a lot of people are just still going to be playing Elden Ring. Maybe, yeah. Or maybe just the Elden Ring, the proximity to it will will help it where people are, are it's kind of on Hungry the brain. For more. Yeah. Uh, but on the 13th, Ben, we get the uh, Evil Dead game. <laughs> this, you know what? This should have been my underdog. I am so 
stupidly excited for this game. Like, to the point where I don't even care if it's terrible. Like, I'm just going to be happy to be there with these characters in a universe that brings me so much joy. I cannot wait. And if it is good, that would be great (laughs) because Dead by Daylight seriously needs some, like, long-term competition. Uh, uh, oh, I didn't know it's a Dead by Daylight kind of game? Yeah, I believe it's... Uh, For you, you, Yeah, it's basically like Survivors versus Monsters. Oh, uh, okay. Huh. Um, haven't gotten my hands on it yet, so I don't know. And I feel like the trailers have not been too illuminating based on what I've seen. Right. Uh, I know yeah, that there's the definitely like, more I don't feel like I know much about the gameplay of it. Yeah, they've definitely shown the gameplay, but um, yeah, I really want to get my hands on it to really have my mm. f- a full understanding of what it is. Cool. But if it is... Like Dead by Daylight, which I think it is. Uh, if if it is good, that would be that would be great. Yeah. Um, hope it's awesome. Bruce Campbell is in it. What more do you really oh, need? Oh, is he actually voicing it? Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. That's cool. Um, Bruce Campbell is a saint, and I feel like when it comes to Evil Dead, he's so eager to lend his voice yeah, to Ash, which is really character. cool. Yeah. Well, it may, I mean, it was like his claim to fame yeah. for sure. Um, and visually, I mean, what I have seen from the trailers, I think on a, on a technical level, I think this game has a really good look to it. Uh, it, has a, it has a sharpness to it. Uh, definitely, like, know that going in, I'm very biased in rooting for this game. Uh, but, man, there hasn't been an Evil Dead game since, like... Like, Ash is in Dead by Daylight, uh, but, like, a full-on Evil Dead game I don't think has happened since the OG Xbox days. Wow. Oh, wow. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Is this the, the the people that made Friday the 13th? No. No. Okay. Saber, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Saber. Yep. Okay. Did they do some of the sniper games, I want to say? Saber did the Witcher 3 port on Switch. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, anyway. Yeah. Um, well, they made a miracle happen on that hardware, so. Yeah, they maybe. did. They did. Um, but. It just seems like from the trailer, right, much like Friday the 13th or You're Dead by Daylight, I think part of what endears those games to people that really care about those properties is, like, they clearly care about it, too. And I get that sense from this game. Obviously, I'm not going to know until I get hands-on time with it. But I I think if, like, that reverence is there, uh, it's just going to tickle people. Yeah, And it's not like you need it to be a 10 or anything, it sounds like. You're just totally cool with it. You know, like... Hoping for, like, a 7... Right. Yeah. You're on the moon. The the Friday the thirteenth game is honestly like a hard seven. And but if you care about Friday the thirteenth at all, it, it's not no, it's not even a nine. It's like a like seven five. You're like jumping up and down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're yeah. like <laughs> you know, it's just That was like us with Stranger Paradise. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> I, I, like, yeah. You know, it doesn't it doesn't it absolutely does not need to be a nine. I think I think uh people will just be happy yeah. if cool. if it's decent. Cool. Uh is there a video game equivalent of like hokey special effects that would work in this game? Yeah, right. Um, I mean, obviously, you can do the the tricks, right? Like, you can go into a cabin and everything starts freaking out, and you have a deer head turning, and you know, like a cellar door like going up and down. But yeah, maybe you know what would be kind of neat to do um, is like you. Depending, like maybe for like a special kill or something, it'll like show glimpses from the movies. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Or or uh, Ash vs Evil Dead, the the television show as well. But yeah, I think mimicking that stuff is going to be great. Um, 
I think you could go really crazy with the deadites. You could definitely do the like fast motion, low camera, like bad guy chasing you camera for like kill cam or something. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. I want like Ash's face just covered in blood, like (laughs) maniacally, like (laughs) laughing, like right on in front of the camera lens. Yeah. 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 That'd be sweet. Uh, Isla, it sounds like Soldiers is uh, surprisingly cool. Yeah, it's cute. It's uh, Don and I streamed. What did we do? We streamed a demo, I think, or something. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and it was like a very competent little side scroller. Uh, we were we were commenting to each other that we were really enjoying it, but it wasn't. At least as far as we got into the demo, it hadn't like reinvented the wheel or anything you know it was just like really solid so but yeah, what, what is it is so like Contra yeah. or something no it's more like uh i'm not sure it seemed like it will have metroidvania style hmm. little well maybe it's a roguelike but um we didn't play very much of it it was we were doing like a whirlwind stream of whatever but it's cute little graphics nice art um you play as a soldier that dies and then gets taken to Valhalla. Oh, okay. Um, and so you're all dead. That's why it's spelled S-O-U-L-Jers, soldiers, um, like that killer's song or whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's cool. Nice. Um, just doing a quick Wikipedia search on the Evil Dead game. It will feature both cooperative <laughs> gameplay and PvP. Uh, although the long-awaited and fan-requested single-player mode still requires internet to be played. Oh. Um, the game features a leveling-up system as well as a skill tree mechanics. It will also feature multiple maps, including the Cabin in the Woods from the Evil Dead film series, of course, along with 25 weapons, including Asher's Chainsaw and Boomstick. Nice. Uh, next up, Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song. Uh, what? So Isla, <laughs> Isla, um, yeah. when I saw this game on the list, I looked it up and I was looking at it on the Epic Store, yeah. and I was like, man, like a narrative-driven RPG where I get to play as three different vampires. Like I'm kind of intrigued, but I think this game is forty nine ninety nine, and it could Ugh. probably be shit. You know, yeah. like I went right, through right. that whole. Mental process with it. Yeah. Yeah, I've got I, very low hopes for this. I do think it's a little jank, but I think it might be my underdog. Because uh, I was just watching like the trailers and reading about it and stuff today, and I was like, this is this has got some things that I'm into. Um, it's uh, from uh, a developer called uh, Big Bad Wolf, which is part of Cyanide Studio, who've done uh, Blood Bowl, uh, Call of Cthulhu, and uh, Sticks. Oh, okay. <laughs> Remember sticks. Everybody yeah, adores sticks. Everybody loves sticks. <laughs> um, but you play as uh, three like very defined vampire characters, and they even like brought up the character sheets as as part of your your progression and stuff. Uh, but there feels like there's like a lot of like kind of immersive sim elements in there as well in terms okay. of like picking how you get around levels and that kind of thing. That is encouraging to hear if it has some immersive sim elements because yeah. The sense that I got at my brief glance of it as I was like, I feel like this is all story. No, there's so definitely I, I some exploration stuff okay. in there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then, like, this, different characters have different abilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, one of them can kind of see alternate futures. Another one can, like, make things invisible. And, like, including, hmm. like, making objects, like, key objects invisible. And, and so, like, 
Yeah, I, that's I'm a not, power from, from the books. Yeah, so I'm very curious how that stuff's going to play out. Um, and then, like, choices that you make in dialogue will actually, like, affect your character's traits. Um, and, like, if you fail certain dialogue things. That, like, they showed one thing, which I wasn't sure exactly what was happening in the trailer, but it almost looked like someone was, like, getting, like, a nail, like, pinned into their arm or something. So, it's like, are you going to be, like, partly disabled hmm, by, like, screwing up some choice? Um, and uh, part of that, they, they mentioned what they call dialogue fights. Uh, so, <laughs> you mean conversations? Y- yeah, but it's this back and Aggressive forth. Aggressive conversations. To where they're saying that, like, there are times where, like, if a dialogue fight results in a tie, then there will be a dice roll to determine the winner. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. But but it, it will be in-universe. The characters will roll a dice <laughs> That'd to be see. Cool, actually. Yeah. Settle it. Settle it. With dice. So, Net 20. Ha, 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 ha. Blood, I will be honest. I thought you listed the same game twice on this. <laughs> <laughs> I did not even know this game It does existed. feel like there are way too many vampire things. So out. We're getting many. into a Warhammer situation. Right. Yeah. I actually I did mention the Warhammer game coming up earlier. <laughs> Warhammer 40k Chaos Gate is on, back on the 5th. I was like, all right, we can move on. Nobody knows what it is. Um, Blood, you're making me want to play this vampire game. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah. I want to. I want to check it out. It sounds yeah. cool. Give it a peek, but cool it. Like, don't, don't swipe that card. It's not. Fast. It's not high budget <laughs> for sure. But yeah. Well, it's. It's hard. Again, this isn't. This is an insult. This happens to so many games. It, it, I feel like it's hard justifying spending fifty dollars on this when in like two months. It's gonna be like fifteen dollars during the, bucks, during some okay. sale. Yeah. Sure. You know, it it, it just screams Steam. like yes, this will get Steam a sale. Steam does one like every eight weeks. Yeah, they <laughs> they they come up with some reason for it. Like ah, the Steam Arbor, Summer, the Arbor Day sale. Yeah. Everything's ninety percent <laughs> off. Uh, My friend Jack threw a party it. just because they discovered Shackleton's it sunken be, ship. Oh, he just cool. needed a reason to throw a party, <laughs> and I was like, okay. Do you know if this is Epic only, Blood? Uh, I don't know, but I can I can look real quick. Well, okay. uh, looking is my job. Well, yeah. Ella talks right, about right. Dolman. Dolman, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Dolman, dude. Dolman maybe, is ridiculous. Uh, maybe I'm just missing something because you and Huber were like really hyped on Dolman, and then last night I was like, oh yeah, this is the game like Huber and I are, are super yeah. into, and I was just like the the character Dolman, design, the graphics, dude. I was not feeling it. Here's the deal. Dolman, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought it would be. That's what, Dolman, when dude. they were doing this, I'm like, yeah. Dude, no. Like, we were both, we were, like, making fun of this game when we started that easy update. We were just like, this game is trash. It looks so jank. It's really weird. And, like, it's so clearly just a, like, oh, me too, kind of, like, Souls-like, right? And then... We played it for like 10 or 15 minutes and something just kind of clicked. And th- then, like, we were saying Dolman Dude derisively at first. And then by the end of the video, we played it for like an hour and a half. We didn't want to stop playing it. It was like 11 t- at night. We were really tired and we wanted to stop, but we just kept playing it. And then we beat the boss and the demo teleported us to a later area. Mm. And shit was crazy. Like, there were giant things, like, shooting, like, I don't know, like big lasers out at us and stuff, and like the enemies were way harder, and we had cool dual blades and stuff. It, d- Dolman, dude. 
<laughs> I don't know, man. It, it 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 definitely. I feel like if it's an eight, you know, it's a win for anime. But like, it's uh, <sighs> Dolman, dude. I think I'm gonna let them play it first. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, we'll let you know. I'll let them play it first and not believe them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want us. I want it to be like Cassandra Syndrome, where like Huber and I are just like Dolman, it's sick, and literally everyone else is like, no, we refuse <laughs> to play it. Dolman is ridiculous. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade's swan song is on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series X, and PC Epic Game Store. So, yeah, probably Damn. Steam in a year. That's a real blow, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, then uh, the 26th Sniper Elite 5, I don't think any of us have much to say about it. It's usually Huber, Huber it's checks a Huber out those. Yeah. 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 I've played a little of them. I feel like the Sniper Elite games, like... Huber just kind of like goes off into a corner, plays them. Is like, yeah, these are pretty cool, and we'd never talk yeah, about them. Yeah, nobody else, <laughs> nobody else is that's tempted. Yeah. yeah, no, I feel absolutely <laughs> no temptation. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then sometime in May, we don't know, uh, but uh, Trek to Yomi is supposed to come out. Yeah, yeah. it was cool. I talked to Huber about it. He did a preview for us a while ago. It seems yeah. cool. So two D. Black and white. Black and white. <laughs> 2D goes to Tsushima. Yeah. Hell yeah, I'm down. Hell yeah. Mostly side scrolling, but it, like it does some like depth things yeah, here yeah, and there. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be all combat, baby. Probably. My friend Leonard is making it. So oh, that's right. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. AJ Locasio voices Han Solo in Trek to Yomi. Yeah. <laughs> AJ Locasio is the Trek. <laughs> Uh, then June, uh, we don't have a whole lot that we know about for June yet, but we got a few few good ones. Like I, pretty much everything here is, is looking good. Um, Mario Strikers Battle League. Hell yeah! That'll be <laughs> Hell fun. yeah! That'll be, fun. That'll be a fantastic group stream. I'm gonna have so much fun. But the problem is, is like every time I play, I'm gonna want to play it with you guys. So we'll probably oh, just play it once. I'm never gonna play yeah, it by yeah. myself. But uh the thing. It's there are some good stream games where us. I only need to play them once. I want to play this more than once. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe, I mean, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll maybe see. You'll, you'll, we'll maybe see. I was excited enough. for golf and it sucked out loud. That's so. true. Yeah, different developers suck. It, it just was, sucked. It just was. It was not great. It was but fine. You need more from that from Mario Golf. It sure. sucked. Okay, Dolman. Why don't you, why don't you, why don't you chill, <laughs> Dolman, dude? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, but if Mario was a Souls like. <laughs> Souls Golf. There, there's somebody's making it. There's that roguelike Souls like golf like. Yeah, I mean, Mario Strikers is an interesting franchise because you know the, the GameCube game was just like so fresh and like such mm-hmm. a different take on you know because again we had Sports. golf and mm-hmm. tennis and stuff and Mario Strikers is just like yeah we're coming out here with short shorts and attitude I'm like what's happening yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and it got a Wii sequel, but like I didn't play it. I don't know a lot of people that got into the well, Wii game. I don't know game. if I played it. I think I've only played the GameCube one. Yeah. yeah. It was a really cool moment for me because I had this friend in college. I went over. He's like, Have you, we got somehow we got on the topic of Mario Strikers, and I had never played it in my life, and we played it, and I was like, this is awesome. Mm. Like, oh, it was so yeah. much fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's next level games too, right? Yeah. Like that that alone is pretty good reason to be excited. Yeah, because they've just been getting better. Yeah. Like that's yeah. the thing. You know, it's like they went from that and then they've done the last couple of Luigi's Mansion games. And Luigi's Mansion to me is amazing. Yeah. Luigi's Mansion yeah, three they, is really good. fantastic. It's a fantastic game. Certainly better than Dolman. 
I don't know, man. I think that, probably is. I think your story about how your friend in college, you know, was like, hey, strikers, man. Yeah. Like a bunch of college kids is going to be like, hey, you want to try Dolman? They're going to be like, oh, what's that? <laughs> Dolman, you know, if, if if that friend had recommended Dolman to me, I probably would be. Yeah, into right, it. yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then he had like all the like crazy like special attacks mm-hmm. and things like that for each character. Yeah, that's all cool stuff yeah. and probably. And the like gear. crazy art style that you go into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The street fight. I think it's gonna be hype. Oh. I really do. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, the same day, the quarry. Shit, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> right. Woo! The. The Until Dawn sequel you've been waiting way too long for. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Uh, IGN apparently just put up like 30 minutes of that game. Ugh. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm not going to watch yeah, that. Yeah, screw off yeah, IGN. Don't watch that. Don't watch I that. I skipped through it a little bit. Um, it's as far as I can tell. It's, it's exactly what you expect. It's, ex- it's exactly just wait what for, you expect. Just wait for us to full play through it on the 10th, and then yeah. it's going to be We sick. have to full play through well, that. We're, we're going PJs. to, baby. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, PJ party for sure. And 100%. Like, get through our three six-packs of Japanese beer and two full <laughs> sake bottles. <laughs> sake bottles, And we'll dude. bring some Capri Sun, too. Yeah. <laughs> Liquor and Capri Sun. <laughs> you'll feel so bad. The quarry, dude. And inevitably someone will eat too many Skittles. <laughs> Don. Isla. It's Isla. Oh, it's Isla. It's Isla. We're going to get hot face. Uh, but yeah, go back uh, from a couple episodes back, and, and we've said a lot more about this game. Mm-hmm. Very excited. Quarry, dude. Uh, then we got like two weeks before we have any anything else on the schedule, but then the uh, the Capcom Fighting Collection. Yeah! yeah! The real shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. Oh, man. It's just a feel-good game, right? Yeah. Getting a bunch of Darkstalker games yeah. and stuff. It's like, I don't think we even got that many over in the West. We got, like, um, I know we got Resurrected, but I don't even know which version of Darkstalkers or what game of Darkstalkers that was. We've gotten as many Darkstalker games as they've made, which are oh, three, good. I think. We've gotten all of them. Okay, good. I've only played, like, one of them. But it's cool. Sure. A fighting game by Capcom where you play as, like, monsters. That's oh, it's awesome. So sick. So, I mean, dark, Darkstalkers, I mean, like, character design is so important in fighting games. It is what endears people to fighting games. It is what pe- yes. makes people want to main characters. Darkstalkers has some of the best character design in the business bar none it's so amazing bb hood is red riding hood if she had an uzi and like giant (laughs) huntsmen that come out and just shoot it's great yeah Yeah, it's it's awesome it's all good yeah no no no. it's it's super sick i'm glad i'm sure no one will pay attention to it and it will be immediately forgotten but i'm gonna play it and i'm excited about it it's got rollback netcode it's got rollback netcode yeah gem fighters dude Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Pocket. And uh, Puzzle Fighter. Puzzle Fighter's on there, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Street Fighter. I'm going to buy it just for Puzzle Fighter. I don't remember what it is. I don't think the alphas are on there. I'm trying to remember. What? I think, I think, I think this is, in my mind, I associate this as like the, Street Fighter 2 the Darkstalkers collection. I don't think there's any Street Fighter. Yeah, or there's sure. the Pocket Fighters, but I don't no, think there's any Street No, I think there's Fighters. a Street Fighter 2 something. BB, BB Hood is the only non-magical playable character. In the Darkstalker series. Oh, Depends on how you define magical. Yeah, mag- <laughs> guns are magic. Oh, this is what I'm saying. Dolman, sure <laughs> Dolman, dude. I bet BB Hood is There's super Ryu into Dolman. Yeah, doing that she's a murderous socio- or psychopath. She's definitely. Yeah, BB Hood is awesome. This is Isla's job, though. <laughs> You're doing her job again. Uh, yeah, because Puzzle Fighter is on there, and I think Pocket Fighter is on there as yes. well. 
Yeah. Um, I was looking at BB Hood. So Red yeah, Earth. Right. To look Red, Earth. Red Earth. Yeah, Earth. that's that's another one. Yep, yep, yep. Cyberbots. Cyberbots. I've Did never not played. remember that at all. Night Warriors. That's um, Darkstalkers. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, Vampire Savior. Yeah, that's also Dark Darkstalkers. Vampire Hunter Two. Vampire Savior Two. Yeah. Oh, there's a Hyper Street Fighter Two Anniversary yeah. Edition. There that's it is. I knew it was. I knew it. And then the Super Gem Fighter. Yeah, sick collection. I don't know how much it is. I wonder. Uh, does it say on here? Like I haven't played like a lot of these fighting games, but right, I, yeah, I, haven't, I haven't played that a ton era. of them. Yeah, man, I really want to stream these. I hope. I just want to like pressure people into supporting Dark Soccer so we get another hey. one. Buy this. Hey, we're looking <laughs> right on. at you. Forty dollars. Yeah, you. Yeah. Spend that forty dollars. Listen, you know, and I know that you have a Morgan body pillow. You don't talk to people about it, but you have it. <laughs> Show some support. Yeah. Buy this game. Buy this game. I will go out there and tell you to buy this. There's at least Peer two pressure. reasons. Peer pressure. Peer pressure. Yeah. The the exact same day, Ben. I feel like June is just Ben's month, but uh, Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's only, this is my sniper only elite. for Ben. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, like I told you, Isla, or, or that's in Isla's cart right now. Um, I already have one. <laughs> uh, no, fire, getting off track with Morgan Hentai here. Um, <laughs> I put up a Morgan body pillow for the boys to look at. Yeah, the boys. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, no, Fire Emblem Warriors. Uh, okay, so Fire Emblem Warriors is not like an, an outstanding game. It's not an amazing game. But it was a really cool game, especially if you're a fan of Fire Emblem. It was cool to see characters that you love in a completely different setting. It's much of the same appeal as something like Hyrule Warriors. Uh, and I just like Musos, so that's a huge appeal to me. But what's cool about Fire Emblem Warriors is how effectively it tries to incorporate, I feel like, um, Fire Emblem mechanics in the game. And it's really neat. You know, this is a Muso thing, but, you know, just ordering your units around the map and trying to get some sense of that core Fire Emblem strategy. Mm. Um, and so I hope that this is just an improvement. Because uh, I feel like Age of Calamity was definitely a step up from OG Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so I'm hoping to see uh, a somewhat similar thing here. Uh, truly can't wait. I'm going to love it. None of the other allies care about it, and that's just fine. That's yeah, for you only. Yeah. Uh, what's cool about DNF Duel? Because I don't think I DNF heard about this Duel. until like two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I have been in like an unfortunate circumstance with DNF Duel where I didn't know what it was and then the first beta happened, which I completely missed out on. Then I was completely on vacation uh, and I missed out on the second open beta. But this is an Arc System Works game. Uh, it's based okay. on an old game called Dungeon Fighter Online. But... What really matters is that it is as gorgeous as anything else Arc System mm -hmm. Works has worked on in recent time, and the characters just seem like so much fun. This is like a pure, raw, and I haven't played it yet, but it yeah. looks like from the outset, uh, just going over videos and stuff, and I was watching uh, gameplay with chat, I actually did some reactions on stream, it, it just looks like pure anime nonsense mm -hmm. in the best possible way. Um, and the character designs are absolutely great. Again, going back to how essential that is, just looking at some of these people and what they can do. Like, one guy is just literally Dante. Like, he just he just <laughs> is Dante. Um, and he looks like he's just as fun and fluid and versatile as Dante. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, you've got a little dragon lady. She's great. You got a lady with a big axe. Uh, she's awesome. So as got somebody some who is samurai man, like a go samurai. I think he was the one that was. I haven't seen his trailer yet. I think he was just He's got recently like a, announced. A, a, yeah. a persona slash stand. Nice, cool. But um, as somebody who's been way into what Arc System Works is doing, uh, recently really enjoy Grand Blue Fighters. Obviously enjoy Guilty Gear Strive. Um, I can't wait to get my hands on this. Yeah, I, I hope it uh, does well. Square Enix just make have them make Final Fantasy Fighter. Why are they? What are they doing? I don't know. Man. Mm. What are you doing? Yeah, I I really want to play this super badly. It looks really cool. Yeah, it does. Then on the thirtieth, Cuphead, the delicious last yeah! course. Yeah, finally. <laughs> this is my good one. Whatever oh, it's called again. Underdog. Yeah, yeah. Underdog. Underdog. Let, high five. High five. Hell yeah, dude. High five, Isla. Pull that Morgan back up. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love the first Cuphead. And we're finally getting the long fable oh DLC that God. I feel like it's been like what five years I coming feel like or something. I there's as much hype for this DLC as there was. It Cuphead. might as well just be a sequel. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. At this point. right. It looks <laughs> so good. I'm so ready to get jump back jump back into that crazy, awesome, beautiful world and get my ass. Hell beat. yeah! I'm so looking forward to it. Oh, we are gonna get our asses beat. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's just like what? What is there even really to say? Like you've played Cuphead, you know how good yeah, it is. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know how gorgeous yeah. it is. What's not to be excited yeah. about? Knockout. Knockout. Good. Well done. Knockout. Yeah. Knockout. So stoked. <laughs> That's a good body pillow. Nice. <laughs> wow. I give him a Sigmar body pillow now too. Oh my. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> but and in Dark Souls three, when you like run off and like go attack the monster, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Wait, what are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, and then the last one on our list, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. I, I So here's the thing. I couldn't, it's not an underdog. I couldn't put it as an underdog. Right, right. But like, come on. It's an It's overdog. by number yeah, one. It's your number one. Yeah, like, come on. I didn't even, I didn't even put like a whiff of my own stamp approval on that. Yeah. Because I knew I'm like, Ben's got the, this covered. No, it, it, it stamps itself. Yeah. You, you should, we, I should have just put MH for its own initials. Like That's your dog. Capcom. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sunbreak, like, Monster Hunter Rise is such a fun game. Uh, and, it like, the, all the new mechanics that it has are so wonderful. It has such a good vibe. But it really was lacking in post-release content. It just was. Yep. And, you know, I've already said this. I'm just repeating myself at this point. But... Icebro, I, I was gonna ice, say Icebreak. Ice I was gonna say Icebreak, but Iceborne mm. uh, was so an incredible expansion. So it fun. really was. Like it, it I added it. so much to uh, world, which was not lacking. And so I'm, I'm really hoping that because like Iceborne in a way was basically Monster Hunter World like 1.5. Yep. It was almost sequel yep. levels. Um, so I'm hoping that Sunbreak feels the exact same way. Um, Astelos is in it, so that we're already off to a good start. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what what else is there to say? No, no new weapons. Okay. No new weapons. It's probably just redesigned mechanics for them, like Iceborne, like a few new tweaks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, they've talked about that. There's actually, um, if you watch the showcase, I'm glad you brought this up, Brad. They, they mentioned mechanics in the showcase that they did recently, but they don't actually go into any detail in the mechanics. However, there's this weird, like, ultra-instinct-looking clip in mm. the showcase where you're, like, in a demon form, and it's not dual blades. It's, like, it's more extreme than that is what it looks like, and maybe 
it's just dual blades with so some crazy just, armor. you get devil trigger? Yeah, it looks like a devil trigger yes. type of thing. Okay. And so I'm like, is that the new mechanic? I'm hopeful, because that would be wild and fun. Who also, knows? this coming out gets us one step closer to Monster Hunter World 2. Gets us one step closer to Monster Hunter World 2. Because, <laughs> like, that's, a ha- that's happening. Which 100%. should launch on the PC platform, please. Day, day. <laughs> right. And yeah. have cross-save. Cross, cross, cross everything, per- yeah. yeah. Cross-save, cross-plays. Come on. We've supported you well, Capcom. <laughs> it's time to... Cross everything. Cross everything. Yeah, it was such a disappointment when they said the PC version wasn't going to do any cross. Uh, I know! Because I want to play yeah. on PC, but I don't want to redo everything. Right. You know what's going to have cross-progress? It's so worth it. It's so Dolman. worth it. Dolman. Yeah. I actually don't know if that's true. I was okay. Just Dude, okay. It's like out on one plot platform. Cross-save. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> cross-save with PC and yeah. Steam Deck. It's only on yeah. its own thing, yeah. You get the Dolman deck. Dolman, and then what a weird name. Why Dolman. did they call it that? Oh, it's so stupid. Know. Dolman. Dolman, dude. Uh, also this week, uh, another game announcement. Uh, Return to Monkey Island is coming hey, this year. Cool. Crazy. I always want to play those games. Yeah, I, that's the main reason we didn't make it a main topic. Is none of us have really dug into the, the series. I've, I've played a little bit of Monkey yeah, Island, and it's little. great. Um, then why did you just play a little bit? Jones <laughs> loves them. Because yeah. I was at, at the time, I was playing with my girlfriend, and she was in a different college than I was, so we could only play when we uh, were together. Yeah. You know, one of the, So, yeah, totally there you go. that's my out. Should have fished it on your own. Blame it on women. Don, put that down. Yeah, 14650. Oh, <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> um. God damn it. Uh, yeah, coming from Ron Gilbert and Dave Grossman, who both worked on the original, and uh, Devolver Digital is publishing, mm. uh, picking up from Monkey Island 2, which released in 1991. Wow. I have not dude. played Monkey Island 2. I think I've just played uh, it. And includes uh, Dominic Armado, the original voice for Guybrush Threepwood. Whoa. Yeah. Cool. Whoa. This is. This is a real this is deal. Like, coming this year. This is like. The, the, I feel like this is like the PC adventure game equivalent of a Shenmue 3, kind of. Right. You know? <laughs> mm hmm. Yeah, I'm very curious as to like how it's gonna play and everything. Um, but very cool. Uh, an update to Horizon Forbidden West lets you turn off pickup animations when gathering materials. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> that would have made it so things so much better if I could have done that. That was one of the things that turned me off to this game instantly. And also, Dunky like sp- talked about it for like a minute. She straight. picks up everything. <laughs> you gotta take for goddamn hour to pick up everything. It's where this is 2022. Yeah. Uh, Ubisoft announced that they will not be producing any more updates for Ghost Recon Breakpoint, including the NFT. What? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But Kotaku reports that uh, new Ghost Recon is in the works, so that makes kind of makes sense. But there's just so many games that like Ubisoft supports forever, right? Like For Honor still gets updates, Mm -hmm. so it just shows you like the state that Breakpoint is in. Uh, Elden Ring, the Star Scourge uh, Radon boss fight has been buffed after the accidental nerf mm-hmm. in the earlier patch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I killed it. I killed him right after he got nerfed. Oh, that's I, nice. Now I wish. I, now I want to. Oh. Wow, you played the easy version. Not intentionally. Not intentionally. It wasn't like I was waiting over. for a patch. Yeah. Start over, totally. dude. Scuff no, I can just do New Game Plus. Scuffs pay through. New, new meta people roll, roll back patch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, there we go. He's I, not, it, was, it was truly unintentional. He's not crit path. It doesn't matter. 
the BAFTA Game Awards uh, were announced this week. Returnal got top prize. Hey! Sweet. Hey. That game's Chat, sick. Chat, Absolutely deserved. Chat says that tower? Ben used Fex for Life. Oh, damn. <laughs> I want to. I Me too. Uh, the VR game Walkabout Mini Golf is adding a 36-hole mist-themed course Shit, wow. yeah, later this year. Okay. I have never heard of this game, and I will be purchasing <laughs> cool. it. Right. And Don and I will be streaming it. It's a VR and game? And it's going to be yeah. sick. Yeah. Cool. They're also doing a Labyrinth uh, DLC. The well. movie. The movie. Oh, yeah. I got to look at like, horrible, ugly Muppets <laughs> the whole time. Labyrinth is fantastic. Well, you, Sexual you, you awakening. Mean? A lot of them are so ugly and stupid like that like yeah. that little idiot that talks to the whole time. Yeah, Labyrinth. they're all it's a cult classic. And you know Sexual David Bowie's awakening. not going to be in it. So. For David Bowie? No, for Jennifer Connelly. She's I, not going to be I, in it. I'm pretty sure she was super young when that... So was I! <laughs> mm. gonna get she the, was like my age. The card well, boys. That's uh, some real dolman, dude. <laughs> oh, come on. The card boys. When boy. I was seven, I, I was like, she's uh, cute. Tells truth. That's cool, though. Uh, and Mario Golf is Fuck the next N64 <laughs> game coming to the Switch. Good, uh, good game. Mario Golf. Yeah, good game. Yeah. No, Isla thinks that one sucks, too. <laughs> no, that one was good. No, it was good. It was Sexual good Awakening. Was the Sexual game. Awakening. <laughs> it's time for Love and Respect. Ah! Oh, wait, I have time on this. <laughs> Love and respect. respect. I feel like we've been We're off unhinged. Yeah. yeah. Chat gives me like a weird energy, and then <laughs> talk about body pillows, and I start looking at that. And then, uh, before uh, we get into questions, we got an update uh, on Zach Wojnar from uh, Jason Wojnar. Uh, just to catch you up, uh, Zach is uh, from Kiev, mm. was in Kiev when everything started, uh, and so we've got a, we've been getting updates the past few weeks on where he's at. Uh, so Zach has made it to New York. Uh, still okay. absolutely devastated of what happened uh, and worries for all his friends back in Ukraine. Uh, and then if you go to the uh, Love and Respect post, there's just some some updates on where the conflict is at and everything, as well as just uh, an ask to keep sending your love and support to Ukraine. Uh, from Sam Joven, Allies, I finally caved. This past week, I was on spring break, and I took the opportunity to dive into Fortnite and give it an actual chance. There you go. A good time to jump into Fortnite. Yeah. To my surprise, Unreal Engine 5, they made a big point of that in the presentation. It's like, hey, we battle tested this for you <laughs> before we put the Unreal Engine out there. Cool. Uh, to my surprise, I had a good time. Nice. I can yeah. see the appeal of these types of games now. So my question for the panel is this. What is a game you had reluctance to jump into for whatever reason and if you did eventually stick with it, what changed your mind? Dolman, dude. <laughs> Fortnite. Yeah, actually, Fortnite was mine. Was that? Yeah, I because yeah. I played it uh, kind of early on in the hype, and I, I was fine with it. Yeah. Um, and then Huber would always talk about it, and I was like, "Man, I'm sorry, man, it's just not my thing. I'm just not into it." Didn't have anything against the game, but the, the art style didn't really appeal to me. I feel like I was burned out on battle royales. But then my sister was really into it, and over the holiday break, I played it, and I was like, man, this is awesome. I'm having so much fun. Um, and so that was a game that I feel like I was completely unfair to, um, that I have not been able to stick with just because there's so much, but would be happy to jump mm -hmm. back into it any time. Yeah, same. I wrote that game off for a long time. I was like, yeah, I don't want to build. Yeah. Shit's lame. Right. Then I played with Huber a couple times and our other friend, Alex, and... 
Who boy, do we have a good time. Totally. And now the new mode, the new bill mode is super fun. Yeah, I really no, want to try that it's out. It's really yeah, fun. I'm, I'm not, like, I really like it. Not a builder. There's a tank. You can get in a tank like super Battlefield. Sick. It's cool. Yeah, I think for me, it's probably Gran Turismo. And like maybe not Gran Turismo specifically, but just like that whole genre. Like it, it first like really Oh, like racing out. sims? Yeah, like just it just felt like. I didn't care about being, yeah, you know, yeah. realistic or whatever. Yeah, like a lot in, of times you look at them and like they feel slow yeah. and every. Uh, You're and an all F Zero that. guy, we know. Yeah, like I played F Zero. I played Need for Speed. I played, you know, um, you know, like a, just like a arcade racing games. You know, burnout, yeah, huge burnout fan. Beetle Adventure Racing. Yeah, I didn't get to Beetle Adventure Racing until like way later, like oh. until I streamed it. Oh, okay. um, I ordered that thing for a stream. Blood. Fun. I want to get into racing sims so bad. We need to make a stream out of it. So I <laughs> forced. So I so I'm forced to just right. carve out the time. Really do. But yeah, I think it's just like one of those things where like you get into the the rhythm of it and the practice and just learning, you know, mm-hmm. all the mechanics behind it. I, I feel like racing sims give you a very similar level of satisfaction to fighting games, where mm-hmm. like learning a character and learning a track, like not that different mm-hmm. in terms of. Like, just the, the mental yeah. battle you go through. Just pulling off something clean yeah. feels real good. Yeah. Wrecking other cars feels good, too, though. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Absolutely. Did you ever play MotorStorm? Yeah. I liked the first one. It was cool. Yeah, I, I didn't get into it until a little bit later. Yeah. Um, the but, uh, yeah, Apocalypse I, or whatever? Yeah. the Well, not Apocalypse, but I do like Apocalypse, and it doesn't uh, it doesn't get a lot of love. I don't think most people talk about the first two games. But the, the Pacific Rim oh, or whatever. Oh, I never whatever. played that. Yeah, the jungle one. Oh, okay. The second game cool. is where I, I got into it. Sick. Uh, some funny things with that, too, where like they had like the sprayers, remember, where like you cooled your engine off yeah. so you could get more boost? Yeah. Weirdly, I think the MotorStorm that I have the most experience with, which is admittedly still not that much, is the PSP one. I think it's yeah, the Arctic, yeah, Arctic yeah. Storm. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I like that one, too. Dude, that's pretty sick. From Chris Park. Hello, allies. Uh, will the game industry try to follow the lessons dealt by Elden Ring's open-world design, or will they mostly ignore it like Breath of the Wild outside of Genshin Impact? Will there be a Genshin Impact equivalent of Elden Ring years from now? And will Ben <laughs> wail Ring on with it? Elden Ring with anime waifus. Yo, that might be Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Um, well, I, okay, real talk. Every, like... So many games are inspired by Dark Souls to the mm-hmm. point of oversaturation. Yeah. Uh, which Soldiers. is cool. Which is cool, but like, do that many of them do it well? None to the of them point that are, it's like even close to from. No, software? none of them no. are ever as good. Yeah, ever. ever. So I'm not saying that that can't happen, Dolman, right? I do think Souls likes have gotten better over time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Elden Ring already has waifus, so. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't spend money. Right. 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 It doesn't have gotcha waifus. I mean, the best I, kind. Of. Genshin Impact D- is such DLC an interesting game. Um, so I, I feel like inspiration takes a long time to like see fruition, right? Like I don't think we're gonna see like these amazing masterpieces next year that were directly mm-hmm. inspired by Elden Ring. But I certainly think don't you know in a, in a couple of years, like two to three years. Totally, you will see those games. I, I think yeah. the impact of Elden Ring has been ferocious. Yeah. Like, regardless of how you feel about that game, it is so rare that a game comes out and I feel like dominates the entire gaming conversation for as long as Elden Ring has been. Dude, tell that to Gorilla. It's happened to them twice now. <laughs> they keep getting screwed over. Who is who is the, the next author? 
to to get uh to, well, to be Bandai part of Namco has said yeah. that they or they sent Brandon Sanderson, the mm. author of Wheel Stormlight Archives, and he finished Wheel of Time. Uh, oh, okay. But they sent him because he had jokingly said, "Like you went with Germ and not me." Like you know, blah. he's like he jokes a lot. But Germ did nothing. He's played every <laughs> from game. Yeah, Germ did nothing. He wrote Gurm, like six names on a napkin. Germ maybe are. got in his car and went to the bank, and I yeah. think that that is the most. He well, and he put named every character after himself, and then that was it. Yeah, he did. There's there is no trace. Come I on. think that story might have been debunked. Which story? The the name thing lining up to his name. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, like, said that. He's, like... Every character starts with G, R, or M. I yeah, mean, I don't... I'm just saying he's, like... He says, like, I don't need to do that. My name's on the, the game already. Like, mm-hmm. my actual name's actually Well, then on his... It. Then it's, like, it's even funnier if it was unintentional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... I was thinking about that while I've been reading The Expanse, because the author's oh, yeah. name is James, and James Holden is the main character of The Expanse. True. And I was like, True. why'd you do that? Uh, okay. You know who I want the next? I want the next author from software collaboration to be R.L. Stein. Dude, that's a good one. That's a good R.L. Dude, <laughs> Goose Souls. Goose Souls. <laughs> Goose Souls, dude. Is he alive? Yeah, dark, I think so. dark bumps. Is Michael Crichton still bumps. doing new stuff? <laughs> who? Dark, Michael, Michael Crichton, Crichton is uh, dead. Oh, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, R.L. Stein's still alive. Okay. Uh, R. There's R. a Stein, movie recently. Yeah, yeah. R.L. Stein is 78 years old. He lives yeah. in. Or he's born in Columbus, Ohio. Michael Crichton died years ago. Okay. RL I didn't keep up. Maybe. I hope he just teams up with someone extremely unexpected like James yes. Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he died in 2008, Michael Crichton. Oh, my God. A James Cameron team up would be... <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine the, like, hour-long stage presentations James Cameron will have for his upcoming From Software collaboration? I thought you were going to say the hour-long stage presentation that Don will give about James Cameron. <laughs> Don will be a no, part of it. But yeah. it's not yeah. a James Cameron From Soft collaboration. It's a James Cameron waifu game inspired by Elden Ring. I don't think James oh. Cameron knows what a waifu is. Maybe he does. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I mean, he has yes. enough ex-wives to... to <laughs> he knows what ex-waifus are. Bazinga. Hey, that's the better joke. There we go. Let's play a game. Uh, from Joseph Caruso. Uh, this game is called Old Relative or Relatively Old. Uh, so uh, they brought up that I recently tweeted that in my head I just played Chrono Cross recently, uh, but upon looking it up, it was 2013, <laughs> <laughs> nine years ago. Uh, so this reminded them uh, of uh, their obsession with how we experience the passage of time relatively as we age, especially when it comes to video game releases. Mm-hmm. As an example, if you're around uh, my age of 37 when Mario Galaxy released, the release of Mario 64 probably felt like a lifetime ago, but that was only a gap of about 11 years, which maybe sounds right to you until you realize that Mario Galaxy came out about 15 years ago now. Honestly, I think the deluge of remasters and remakes has completely messed with our perception of when games came out. Yeah. Right. Uh, so for this game uh, called Old Relative or Relatively Old, they're going to list two video game titles at a time. The first will be the more recent release, and the second will be the older release. And it's up to the panel to guess if the time gap between now and the first game's release is larger than the time gap between the releases of the two games. Okay. 
So I think I get it. Yeah. So let me see if there's an example here. So in the case of Mario Galaxy or Mario 64, if the time gap between now and the first game is larger, uh, say Mario Galaxy is relatively old, but the time gap between the first game and the second game is larger, Mario 64 is an old relative. Okay. Wait. If the time gap is the same, say same. Oh, no, hold on. Run this back. So the so, first game... Wait, don't, don't say first game. Say the name of the game. So it's, Okay, Mario yeah. Galaxy is relatively old. Mario 64 is an old relative. So saying what? so that means Wait, that aren't we trying to guess the gap? So the gap between so So the gap between Mario Galaxy right, and Mario 64 <laughs> is longer than what? The gap yeah. between We could probably games. just say the first one or the second one. Right, but we're not <laughs> doing both for each game. One pair is either relatively old or an old relative? Right. Right. So okay. if the gap between the latest game and now is longer, it's a it's an old relative. No, it's no, relative. that's relatively, relatively old. old. And yes. if the gap between the, the latest games, game, so yeah, the gap is it would, the latest game would be like Mario Odyssey. The gap between Mario Odyssey and now versus the gap between Mario Galaxy and Mario sixty four. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay, because it would be three D Mario games. Okay. 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 I got you. I got you. Right. Okay. So the first one, Donkey Kong Country Returns, uh, or Donkey Kong Country Three. Ooh. Oh, so it would be Donkey Kong Country 3 and Donkey Kong Country 1, right? No, Country Returns and Donkey Kong Country 3. Okay, but uh, the gap so between the gap Country bet- Returns and Donkey Kong Country 3 versus the gap between, between Returns and, and Donkey Kong now. Country? No, and no, between now. Between now. now. How old the Donkey Kong yeah. Country Returns is. Oh, I see. Is. Yeah. I see. So I'm going to say the... The one, Whatever the hell it means is that the gap between now and Donkey Kong Country Returns... I'm going to say, oh, gosh. So that would be relatively old, right? Let's just say now and (laughs) old or something. Like, them or now? (laughs) Sure. I I think Brad is right. I think the gap between now and returns is longer between the gap between returns and Donkey Kong Country 3. Uh, it's not. It's just Shit. a little bit different. So Donkey Kong Country 3 is the, the old relative. So it's uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns came out in 2010, which is a 12-year gap. Donkey Kong Country 3 came out in 1996. So that's a 14-year gap. Pretty close. From 2010. Pretty close. Yeah. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda versus Mass Effect 3. Hmm. V- versus... Andromeda and now, right? Right. Yeah, whichever one is later and now. Versus so I think each it's other. relatively old. So I think I think the gap between Andromeda and now is longer than the gap between Andromeda and three. Uh, yes, I think so. I think that they're farther apart from each other. They're the same. Oh. Andromeda was 2017. They can't Mass be Effect exactly the same. <laughs> there has to be at least days yeah, of days. Difference. Well, I mean, because time has passed since this was written, it's definitely now then. <laughs> Just don't do it. They can't same be year. the same. No, they are only doing years. So. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, Mario Galaxy Two versus Mario Sunshine. Oh. Oh man, I. Oof. I think gap between now and yeah, yeah. I think I think and relatively Galaxy, old. I think re- between Galaxy old. two, yeah yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yep. yeah it's been 100%. twelve years since Mario Galaxy two, which came out in twenty ten. I feel like 
Mario Galaxy 2 is one of those games where I feel like, because I played it when it came out, right. mm-hmm. and that does not feel that long ago. 12 years, yeah. what is my life? <laughs> and Mario Sunshine came out in 2002, so that oh, was only eight years. kill yeah. me. Kill me. Deus Ex Human Revolution versus Deus Ex. Was that the first one, or was that, was Mankind Divided the first one? I can't remember. No, Mankind Divided was the sequel. Yeah, oh, okay. so... Human Revolution, I think, came out in 20, 2009 or 2010, or maybe 2011, one of those three years. I'm and Deus Ex s- came out in 1998. Oh. I think, or maybe I it was a little later, later than that. I'm going to say the, the newest game was longer apart, further apart. They, I, think, I think old relative. They're the same. They're Stop not this. the same! Stop doing they're this! They're not! That cannot be true! It's uh, 11 years since Deus Ex Human Revolution, which came out in 2011, and then the original Deus Ex came out in 2000. Okay. I, so there's an 11-year yeah, gap between each. When I said 1988, I was, and Brett said it was a little bit later, I was like, oh, maybe it was 2000. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this one's interesting, because it's not the same franchise. Dead Space 2 versus Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil 2 what? Resident Evil 2 was definitely 1998, and then Dead Space 2 was 2010, I'm almost certain. So that would be a 12-year gap. Uh, so it would be the same. You got it. Stop doing the you same, the s- man. <laughs> I didn't write it. I didn't write it. Um, I will say that's the last one that's the same. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> like one of those. Yeah. <laughs> you want one more of those. Uh, the Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess versus a Legend of, The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past. 1992. Two or three or I one? I think it's 1993 one, two or three. is linked to the past. Do they count which region it came out? Um, no, they're all North America. Okay. So if we if we assume that Link to the Past is 1993, and you said Twilight Princess was what, 2006? Six. So that would be 13 years. 2006 to 2022 would be longer, so it would be relatively old. Relatively old. Yeah. Twilight Princess, uh, you're a little off on the year 1992 was the Link of the Past. Okay, but, close, close, uh, close. But yeah, 16 years uh, since Twilight Princess somehow <laughs> versus 14 years between them. Uh, I remember it that night distinctly getting that game and it was 16 years ago. Oh my God, dude. I remember a lot. Dude, it's wild. I Going into, I think it was a software, etc. at the time and them having a demo for a new fucking Zelda game on their hype new Console, console that had brand new controls. I was like, it was it was almost a Mario 64 moment for me. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, Paper Mario versus Donkey Kong, the arcade cabinet. Okay, I'm pretty sure Paper Mario was 2000, I want to say. I think it was a later in 64 game. Okay. It's so like 22 years for that. And Donkey Kong... 22 years for that. I think Donkey... The original Donkey was Kong... Was like 79? Well, because 1985 was the NES. Yes. So it was before that. So I want to say it was 83 or 84. So let's say 83 for the original Donkey Kong. So that would be 17 years versus 22 years. So I'm going to say the oh, gap between God. Paper Mario and now is, long, yeah. or is longer. Yeah. Yeah, it's Paper Mario. Uh, the Donkey Kong was 81. Okay, still so, not Yeah, still 22 not bad, years not versus 19 years. Yeah. And then the last one, uh, Half-Life versus Pong. 
Oh God! When did Pong come out? Nineteen seventy-eight. It's like seventy-eight, seventy-nine, something like that. I feel like. And uh, it might even be earlier than that. Half Life um, was like what? Half Life was ninety-eight. Half Life. I guarantee you, okay, Half Life was ninety-eight. All right, yeah, all right, all right. So ninety-eight versus let's say it's ninety-eight and seventy-eight. That'd be twenty years, which would mean the gap between nineteen ninety-eight and twenty twenty-two would be longer. So it would be Half Life. Yeah. It's Pong. Oh, yeah. Pong so was Pong out? was Pong like seventy four? They listed seventy two for Pong. What? That, yeah, yeah, that could be right. I, so I know it was twenty four years versus twenty six. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Crazy. Yeah, that one. That one was tricky. I don't remember when Pong came out. It's time for bets. This week's bet. Back for Blood's Tunnels of Terror DLC releases on April twelfth. As we said, it. And that update, there's going to be a free update that includes a new No Hope difficulty. Next week, we are going to start a solo game on No Hope difficulty. I didn't realize that it was No Hope difficulty, so I screwed up my bet. Oh, sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> on a new map. Uh, I'm also checking to see if we actually, like, I, is, I hope this isn't a dread mode situation where it's like, where oh, no, you hard mode. unlock yeah. it. Uh, but if, it, if we do, then we'll just do the hardest thing we can. Uh, but we're going to progress forward through the level as far as uh, as much as we can without using any weapons. So basically, you're going to try to get through the map. If you have to jump over things, you have to climb things, then that's what you'll do. How long will we survive? Brad. One minute. One minute, even. Ben. Seven minutes. Holy shit. Seven minutes. That's, yeah, I, again. Ben's a pro. Well, could happen. Uh, yeah. Probably not. <laughs> Isla. 42, oops, 42 seconds. Zero forty-two. I guess I have the high. Maybe. And then I went two minutes and 47 seconds. Oh. Come on, three minutes. <laughs> All right, last week's bet. Chrono Cross Radical Dreamers Edition coming out today. Uh, and I am going to check how many viewers it has on Twitch combining both the original version and re-release. They actually didn't do a re-release. It's just Chrono, Chrono Cross. Um, and then, uh, yeah, last week, uh, Chrono Trigger had 180 viewers. Weird West had 11,000 viewers. Uh, but our bets were Damiani bet they would, uh, Chrono Cross would have 1,000 viewers. Brad bet that they would have 10,000 viewers. Isla bet 4,000 viewers. And I bet usually it's just like twenty three thousand viewers. Now before this, I checked and there was like two point five thousand. Let's see if it's gone up or down. That sounds about right. Three point four. Three point four went up a little bit. Mega sixty four. Assist me, Doom. Represent. So that that puts it to uh, Isla. Ha ha. And that brings a score to massive chub six. Splish! And Melodorous Sea Lions, five. Let me tell you about patreon.com slash easy allies. Uh, that is how we are funded, how are we supported. Uh, basically, rather than uh, charging you to watch our videos, uh, you can go there and voluntarily see things. Uh, uh, Voluntarily see things. Voluntarily see things. Yeah. What? We might leave need to cut there. around that. That was, no, that leave, was just it. leave it. Yeah, leave it. Okay. Leave it. You can go you there can and voluntarily on. see things. Sometimes I see things involuntarily. <laughs> yeah, all the time. Yeah, I don't love it. 
Uh, but Patreon is how we're funded, and so you can you can fund us voluntarily at whatever level that you would like, uh, and then other people get to see these videos as well. Uh, at the uh, the one dollar tier, you get to see this podcast uh, with no ads and with two extra love and respect questions. Uh, and then at the five dollar tier, uh, you get this uh, two days early. You get to watch this on Friday instead of Sunday, and you get to submit to love and respect. And then at the highest levels, uh, we have shout outs. And uh, we have uh, several shout out tiers. We have a shout out. We have the everything producer. We have the goddess tier at the very top. Uh, and this month's shout outs are Jaboabs, El Thanis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Caleb, Togi Crawford, Nick, Raymond Wheeler III, Zatwandut, and Anna Croth. Shout, shout out. out! Shout out! to myself early there. <laughs> Ayla, yes, you get to promote any Easy Allies video you'd like to promote. You get the final word on anything you've disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just pop in your head. And you get to sign off with your trademark sign-off. Yo, watch Mysterious Monsters, dude. <laughs> Do it. I love Mysterious Monsters. Um, we ev- Watch everything. We're, everything we do is great. I don't know. Um, I didn't disagree with anything but I'm just thinking about Sukoden now I love Sukoden play Sukoden 1 and 2 they're great good night and good game blame it on women <laughs> <laughs>